Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 3rd of December, 2020. This is The Gap, episode 545. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. It's December, Job. It's the last it's month only, of the year. We were just talking about it then. We've got maybe uh, three podcasts left after this one. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's come by quick. It's been a quick year. <laughs> uh, yeah, weirdly quick, because you'd think it'd be slow. You know, yeah, because uh, terrible things are always slower. But um, right, not twenty twenty. I feel like it's belted through. I think it was a bit slow for a little while. While we were in lockdown, it felt like the days dragged into the minutes dragged into hours, and the hours dragged into days, and the days dragged into weeks, and weeks dragged into months, and all of time see to stretch and pull like a good mm. bit of melty mozzarella in a fucking pizza. But um. Yeah. Happily, this shit show over here is nearly finished. Unhappily, right. uh, it's 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 provided some odysseys uh, in the sense that I won't be here next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going up to Queensland. They've opened the borders to Greater Sydney. Um, and so I've got to go up to Queensland, see my dad. Yeah. And so... Yeah, uh, that's gonna you know that's gonna be a bit weird. Um, I, I I suppose that means you've got more podcasts left this year than I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's okay though, because I think uh, I think technically you've probably had more than me anyway. What over overall? Overall, so this, yeah, it must be close. It's got to be close. <laughs> Someone's like got to get back to digits. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, um, doesn't matter. It's still going to be uh, what we've got left for this year. It's going to be awesome because shit, next yep. next week is going to be a belter. I don't know who you're going to talk about it with, but uh, oh lordy, it's coming. The, the yep. big game of the next, year. So next week, Cyberpunk, right? Mm. Um, and then the week after, we'll the... do a, a bigger cy- Cyberpunk because we'll have had even more time with it. Right, so it's actually out next Thursday. Is that right? Yes. When we, I'm trying to because I, I get very confused about the dates between, yeah, the, the two of us. Yeah, <laughs> trying to look at the dates here. Um, anyway, so it is out at the end of it next. It, it'll it should be out. Well, it will be out um, before we record next week's show, and we're hoping by then we've had some time to play it. Yeah, um, we're not 100 percent sure yet. But we'll see what happens. And then the week after that, we'll just go full ball. Like we've yeah. been playing for a week. It will be the let's, Cyberpunk let's do it. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's, think there's going to be much else. It seems unlikely. <laughs> that, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, as, as long as it is as good as advertised, it seems yeah. unlikely. Uh, but all, all signs, straight the magic eight ball, all signs point to get a belt um but yeah until then i mean it's not like there's a shortage of games out at the moment so we've got lots to talk about uh Mm -hmm. or the games that i i've been playing are extremely fucking long uh so i have a shortage of games played but yeah i've been playing them a lot Uh, right but yeah you've got some stuff on this list we, we got some stuff on this list. 
Yeah, last week I talked about Monster Train. Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I jumped back in. It, it was kind of like my podcast game at that stage. Mm. And so I was um, I played a little bit of it. I was quite surprised that they added in um, a bunch of new champions into each of the the decks that they've got. Each race, that scene, yeah. I think that happened around about October-ish. Uh, right. So about a month or six weeks before. And so... Um, and then you jumped in and started playing some. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically everything you, you were saying about it sold me on giving it another look. You were 100% right. They've made such good changes to the game. Like, it seems like all of the changes they made were have just really improved how healthy a game it is. Um, yeah. How how like the decision making uh that is required to succeed uh has been really buffed uh as mm-hmm. a result of of every single one of the changes and uh you know the there were definitely like guarantee win conditions before uh or i felt there were um with certain races like umbra hellhorned uh, or umbra uh, awoken um, where so like you, you could very easily get your guaranteed win condition really early, and if you didn't get it, you sort of knew you were fucked. But right, yeah. Uh, now, like I had to, based on what you were saying last week, I had to go in. I went in and played Umbra Hellhorn, and I had to like when I knew I was fucked from the get go. I'm like, okay, don't quit. Normally, like, playing at launch, I would have quit with the the stuff I had. But um, yep. don't quit. Play it through and see how it goes uh, to see if, if you can actually construct something because at least that way I'll get to see what is available in this in this uh, these new decks and, and, and what of the tweaks uh, they've made give us and uh yeah, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of balance exactly that's going on i i've i've had a lot more success uh winning games yeah than i have losing games <laughs> what is going on <laughs> did someone just cyberpunk your house is that what's happening <laughs> we're cyberpunk now holy fuck that is really bright why is it so bright it looks oh my lord sorry my uh my plant light just came on uh, it's on a timer so that it yeah. just runs at all, all the time. I'm growing basil. It's growing really well, but uh, yeah. Everything's pink. You like you're sitting in like Twitch's headquarters or something. And that is, <laughs> that's what it looks like inside. Apparently purple light is fantastic for uh, plant growth. Okay. Yeah. I don't know Fair about enough. my growth, but I'm okay with it. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, um, like- yeah. So balance, balancing things like that, they, they, I think they've done a better job. So I've just found that I've, um, <clears throat> or at least like scaling it so the difficulty sort of ramps up because you got those covenants and they don't really, um, like at at the start of that game when you put like covenant one or covenant two, it's supposed to give like the more, the enemies more damage or more health, you things like that. Um, it kind of put likes. Uh, they'll put cards in your deck that aren't playable just to sort of screw you around. Yeah, but I found that it's a lot easier now that they've done a bit of balancing there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that was the problem that I was having way, way, way ago, was that I felt that with Umbra and Hellhorned or Umbra and Awoken, I could theoretically play all the way through to, was it Covenant 25, I think was the max. And I didn't test it because it was literally just doing this one win condition over and over and over again. But I could do it, and I looked through all of the, the Covenant ranks to see what, like challenges they provided and i couldn't see anything out of those challenges that necessarily uh stopped this win condition from playing all the way through but with these balancing changes that's no longer the case and what i think they've done is they've uh they've sort of changed the curve on it a bit um mm-hmm. so that really early on the early covenants don't do that much but they start they stack a lot and I think that is the that is where the you know once you get to five or ten, is where you begin to see real challenges. I didn't have any problem winning my first game where I was testing the new balancing, um, but I found uh, coming at ten stumped me. Um, I know I actually know like that, but that's the good thing about about these deck builders is that if you can analyze how you fucked up then you can make the required changes and fix it. And that's like, I know how I fucked up that run. Um, and I I mean, at the end of the day, a deck builder is always going to be, um, oh, I can see Luke now. Look out. Yeah, I fixed uh, it. Yay. Um, at the end of the day, a deck builder is always going to be sort of... Um, a little bit RNG, right? You're always managing RNG, but I, th- I think I know how I would manage the RNG to beat Cohen in 10 now. And that's obviously a good thing. You know, that's the, that's the appeal of a good deck builder is that playing through and taking on the new challenge and seeing if you can do what you need to, to, to get past it. Uh, I think they've turned, like, I think Monster Train at launch was good. Not great. And it was coming into, it was like entering an arena where they were matched up. It's It was like, uh, you know, making a Souls game, right? Like where you're making a new Souls game. It's not, you know, you're not from software. You know what you want to do with it. Uh, you want to, you're inspired by Souls and you want to do something that lives up to to the majesty that is from efforts on the souls mm-hmm. games uh and then you make it and the problem you have there is that you might make a good game right from everything you spoke about if i recall correctly the surge 2 was a good game right yeah it was good yeah but it wasn't because they, they, they a also... great game right that's no, it they, right? they they do really cool things like they they put new ideas yeah. into the the formula. It's not like a carbon copy, but also you see the things that from software does so well, and you're like, oh okay. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they don't have the fucking budget of like a PlayStation backing them and things like that. But you yeah. see the stepping stones, right? Yeah, and that I, I think that's my point is that they made a good game with the Surge Two. I didn't play it, uh, but. According to you, they made a good game with the Surge 2, but it's entering an arena with 
a series of fucking great games. It's entering an arena that is fucking where Goliath stands. Yeah. And the Surge 2 isn't David. And I think when Monster Train launched, uh, it was entering an arena where the Goliath was Slay the Spire and it was no David. Uh, But now... I don't think it's David yet. I don't think it's going to slay that spire, but I think it's Dave. We could call Monster Train Dave happily. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Old Davo, and he's got his fucking, he's got his sling. He doesn't know how to use it yet, but uh, he's getting there. Uh, I think they're fucking close. I think they've done something pretty fucking uh, great with these these edits. It's I would still mostly play slay the spire because i feel like i can it's easier to pick up and play you know like pick up and put down it's easier for me but that is uh, that is a degree of in-depth game knowledge that um i think is an unfair advantage for slay the spire in the sense that i've played a hundred more hours of slay the spire than i have of monster train and mm-hmm. so it's easier for me to immediately recognize what is going on in a Slayer Spire game as opposed to a Monster Train game. That's not Monster Train's fault, uh, except for the fact that it came out after Slay the Spire. And that is the challenge that it will always be up against is trying to catch up to something that has had years of head start. Nevertheless, yeah, if you didn't get into Monster Train earlier absolutely check it out now um if you enjoy deck builders you you'd be crazy to fuck out. oh and the fucking challenge speaking of challenges hey they changed the challenge system to exactly the way we said it should work and i did a google on this luke when i fucking realized they did a google and nobody else fucking asked so <laughs> nobody else asked for it nobody asked for it the way we did no they did basically what we said they should like do you want to explain that uh, so basically what we were saying was, so uh, I recall when it was coming out, there was like a pre-release journo uh, competition where uh, like uh, the PR dude, uh, DJ Dougie Johns, um, put out a challenge and what I was saying they should do, what we were saying, because uh, you had a lot of inf- input on uh, on tweaking this, uh, what we were saying they should do is is basically uh, DJ had, had put out this version of it uh, where he got to play through it until, like, you, the way the challenges used to work was you would play through a challenge and then you would put it to everyone else. Right, mm. and uh, and that was basically you. You do the challenge. It'd basically just be you do a run, and that would be your challenge. And so the yeah. the like you'd basically just pick your best run and put it forward to mm. people. Right, you'd be like, oh yeah, beat my best fucking effort. Right. What yeah. we were saying should happen is you should set the parameters first, and then put the run out to people without having played it, because otherwise you can play it and play it and play it until you found one you can't, uh, you you're good at. I know theoretically you could still do that this way, but yeah. if you were to put out the challenge first, right, without any scores being listed, then people would yeah. know that you haven't somehow found 
a, uh, a, a run where you're extremely good. And the other change uh, that we said uh, they should do is uh, like tweaks, uh, mutators. And they did that too. And yeah, so now in the challenge system, you create a challenge by basically you pick the, the races. You Do you pick the champion? I don't know if you, I can't remember if you pick the champion. I think you'd, the player gets to pick. I think you Oh no, I think you pick would. the champion. Yeah, you, you pick yeah. the champion. And then um you select some mutators like from a, a list of them. It can be anything from like everyone's got like half half health or all enemies got double damage or something like that. Everyone's got yeah, spikes we- or some shit. Yeah. And then um yeah, you go through and you set it out and you offer it forward to everyone and that's it. Everyone get like everyone plays it at the same time. We did a test on it. Uh, I chucked it on the Discord. I fucking I <laughs> I fucked up and bailed out at the second boss. I died at the second boss. I uh, oh no, it wasn't even the second boss. It was like the the fight after the second boss. Um, basically, I I, I screwed up and. I uh, I made a pretty grave error in actively selecting for all enemies to have spikes from the get go. Mm-hmm. When I was when my character when my uh, entire playset was glass cannoning, and right. so uh, everyone died. And the other thing was I was playing a uh, I was I selected the new uh, wax uh, hero. And I had never played it before, and I didn't really know how to play it very well. So I uh, didn't make the most of my opportunities. I actually went back and did that run again after you walloped me. I think you did like double my points. Uh, but yeah, because you died on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you died at like seven or six. Yeah, yeah, just after the second boss. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I went back and did it. I still didn't beat your score. I think I was like a thousand short, but um, like knowing how to use that that hero was extremely helpful in the early stages, as opposed to just sitting there and watching my fucking thing get yeah. walloped on. Uh, she she's the one that does like whenever she dies, she gets plus. I, I think at the start it's like plus twenty five damage and yeah. like one extra health, but she also has an extra um like charge like you have to pay an extra mana to play her um and so you kind of get her killed like four times straight and then stick her like at the back of your units at end game it just like she like two hits bosses yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah um but that was good like you i i put the challenge out there and then i fucked Mm. up and i got walloped on it and then you put a challenge out there and the other thing is we were doing like all buff mut- mutators, like, uh, I think you got an artifact after every fight. Uh, yeah. My one, you got to eliminate, or you had to eliminate a card after every fight. Uh, like, just making... I did like, one that was two times. It was multi-strike, but yeah. I didn't realize it was also multi-strike on the enemy. Yeah, like the enemy yeah. Didn't have multi-strike. <laughs> and so the first, like, I got this, I got in, like, the second level. I was like... I'm going to get fucked. Like, yeah, this is going to ruin me. And I think after like the third or fourth match, I was like, no, actually this is working out. Okay. 
And then I got to like round six or f- something. Yeah. And that boss was so close to killing me. Um, the one with like- I just made it. Like the, the multi-strike boss or- I can't remember which one it was, but it was really close to killing me. Oh, I think it was one- um, and I, I I might be wrong about this, but it's it's a nitpick that I do need to make. Um, I'll, I'll make a note of it. I'll talk about it later. But anyway, I got really close to to dying, and then after that, it was like so so easy, which was why I was surprised you beat me on that one by like 150 points or something like that. It was like really close. It was. Then I, I looked at the time. You yeah. took an extra like 25 minutes. That is horseshit. This should be a time <laughs> score on top points of that. For time? Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Get the absolute fuck out of here. First hey, of all, I walked away listing. from my we game. We know they're listed. I want my time <laughs> score. Shiny shoe, do not give us a time score. Um, but yeah, I walked away from my game and went and had dinner. So uh, I do not think it was that drastic a, uh, a difference. Um, I think it probably would have been a lot closer if I hadn't abandoned midway through and just left the game running but um the other thing is uh i beat you i went and looked at the fucking scores and i think i beat Hmm. you by like fucking the amount of gold i had and then i went and looked at your fucking dude and like your your setup and you'd like spent all this gold buffing the those fucking train shoots the train yeah and i just had i just fucking held on to all my gold and that's yeah. that was the score at the end that gave me the that's fucking so win. Fucking dumb. That is what you get, bitch. That's all we're changing. I, I, we just started watching uh, the Queen's Gambit on oh, yeah. um, okay. on Netflix. Yeah, and that's what I want. I want a clock. I want a clock on there. No. Nah. Set a time limit. You get <laughs> you get an hour. Or like you, you got There's to, probably you get a mutator for that. Like uh, maybe. Yeah. Like that's what I want to say. Or Hell Rush, right? We can just Hell Rush like is the one yeah. as as the time limit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, so yeah, that's, that's that's a we put up a couple challenges. I don't think anyone was playing this. No, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but anyway, that game's on sale at the moment as well. If people want to check it out, because um, it is a uh, a very underrated. I feel like it's an underrated game. Um, Slay the Spire has a lot more followers, and yeah, I don't know. I I really like um, Monster Train. The the one thing that I do not um, like about the changes that i've seen recently is there's a there's a fight in this game where um there's an enemy that every time it hits you it saps when the sap what the sap does is it it basically drains like an uh sorry it's not sap it's ember drain oh yeah um every time it hits you you lose uh, an ember and ember is what is basically like your mana your your mana cost so at the start of each round you get like four mana or four amber and then each card you play a card and that that costs maybe like two mat two ember um but what this enemy does is it saps the ember from you and every time it hits you it's uh it puts like a counter on that character and this specific enemy has has sweep as well and so it gets on the bottom floor of your train it fucking sweeps your 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 stack of dudes it's got yep. a ton of health and all of a sudden you're negative three mana or four mana and to start start the round and then it moves up to the next floor and it does the same thing again and it's like what the fuck am i supposed to like i do i don't know i don't go looking on community forums or threads on like what's how do you counter this but like i just don't know how to count this this dude and whenever he shows up he's fucking destroyed me most of the time because i can't play 
I can't play cards anymore. The the whole and I think that's a bad I think it's just bad design. Um, like the whole point of the game is playing cards, and this one thing stops you from playing cards. You're just supposed to kill him before he gets to attack. That's all. But the time he but shows if I up. Don't, like but if I don't, I don't have a spell build or something like that, then I can't deal with him. He's at the back. If he's sitting at the back, just sweeping my my characters, and by that stage, it's too late. I'm fucking done. That's your. And that's your. That's your problem. He doesn't yeah, do that much damage. He literally just ember drains. So you can like, if you can just fucking dodge him, just let him go up to the fucking uh, the pyre. Yeah, but he shows up there. like two times during that boss fight. Yeah, um, well, not boss fight, but that level. The yeah, the the trick with that dude is to literally just kill him before he gets to attack. Or I think he shouldn't have sweep. Or don't foot that many people on the level that he's on. If you he's only like he doesn't do enough damage for it to be that big a problem. So you can just do enough damage that he dies to the fucking pyre really quick. Or yeah, if you've only got two people. And you can hit him with a couple of spells, then you're Gucci. As long as you don't fucking spell shield or augment or whatever the fuck for some fucking dumb reason. Um, mm. Yeah, like, it's that's the thing, right? Like, my bigger problem with it is that you know he's coming. You always He's always coming, right? I don't think I've played around where he hasn't shown up. And I think that's a bigger problem than... Uh, than him existing at all because it means you can literally just build knowing he will show up at some point so you could do you could put quick and sweep on some fat dickhead in your team or you put quick multi-strike uh and then like kill the person in front of him or like quick and shove or you know use a card to shove him up to a different level or like he there's there's loads of different ways you can deal with him i think it's a big problem that you know he's fucking coming hmm. um i don't like i i haven't had that like the first time he got me it was a bit of a crotch punch um because i had a really 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 tight hand like my deck was i think it was like might have been 13 cards at that point I had like yeeted everything except for the fucking essentials. And so basically it was me cycling through morsels like at the speed of fucking light. And then he comes in, whacks everyone. Uh, yeah. And I go to the next hand and I've got like a hand of those uh, create a morsel. And I'm like, fuck. So I can't do anything in that one. And he just goes on to the next level. And then he got to the like the level below the pyre, the third level. I'm like, and I'm like scrambling to actually do something to stop him. And I'm like, hang on. He's just gonna die to the pyre. Fuck it. I just leave it. And I just left it. And he died to the pyre. And it was easy. Yeah, but my problem was that he'd come in with like two, three other people, and then each floor like would just keep stacking people on. And by the time I'm playing like Covenant three or something like that at this stage, like, I'm not an expert at this game. But they would just dest like destroy my pile, um, yeah. and I couldn't do anything about any of these people. Wait, it just so caused so how, much how was how are more people stacking in on the other levels? Because he would move up, yeah. and then a bunch of people would come down the bottom, and they'd either be killing my guys down the bottom because he comes in pretty early, and so 
it comes in the first playing. wave, like literally the first wave. But I don't know, man. Like, what what the fuck is your what? What have you constructed if everyone on the fuck first level is dying of fucking trash? Like, because I, I think I'm playing I, Ember. Um, sorry, I'm playing uh, like blue. I think I was playing blue something. So waxies. Uh, yeah, the wax wax guys, and their whole thing is like dying, dying. a lot. Yeah, like putting cards down really quickly, like low level. Oh, cards. and you gotta you gotta spend the card to like reform to keep them, it right. Yeah, yeah. And so if my if my main champion dies, like yeah, she's not, she can't come back anymore. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's about. And so that's yeah, uh, anyway. Oh, I was using her quite a lot. Maybe I should try something else. But I seem to be having quite a lot of success with her when when I could get past that one that one dude. <laughs> Otherwise, he's a, he's a nightmare. Um, you been trying any other champions at all, or? Um, I have to try all. Of them? I've tried. There's I haven't tried the the green one, uh, mm-hmm. the green alt champion. I never really liked the green deck at all, so I just haven't done it yet. Uh, but okay. um, the magic one, I I gotta fucking look it up. Uh. I remember the magic one having some fucking cool powers, but or like building out into something pretty good. But yeah, I think that's the one where they create like shards, and every time you get a token, she like does a bunch of damage. Or or he, I can't really remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like you wind up doing all this fucking crazy passive. Uh damage just and i was doing the the frostbite one hmm. i love my frostbite on on the, the magic one and yeah every time she gets a um so she gets all these shards and then every time she takes a hit she like applies frostbite to mm-hmm. ev- every enemy on on the same level and the only real challenge there is to is keeping her alive long enough to actually take some hits um and you wind up in this situation where you've got like a choice. You can either uh, try to like take as many hits as possible and apply as much frostbite as possible, or just deal with the fact that you'll probably only get a, a bit of frostbite off. But she'll have so many shards that if she gets hit once, she's like yeah. they they're fucked. And that's what you wind up doing with her. And it's pretty fucking. It's pretty good. Uh, works out pretty well. I can't remember who's the new fucking uh, Umbra one. Uh, it's like that. Um, gets eaten by other characters, and um, it's, I think it's called like buffet. Oh yeah, ability. right. Uh, I did not. I I I did not like. I I failed so fucking quick uh, with that guy. I don't know how to use him at all. I haven't worked it out. To be honest, I, I feel like I feel like it's a thing where you stick him like at the top. You give him a bunch of um, like just keep feeding this dude, and then as it starts getting towards late game, that's when you put another like big big bad card up the top and just have him be eaten a bunch of times. Yeah, right. I think maybe that's how you use it. I don't know. I, I've only played it once as well, um, but. Yeah, I think that one takes a bit of like thinking about like the strategy behind it. But that's kind of something again where you have to play around with it a bit. It's not as simple just by looking at it. Um, um actually I did play as the green 
the green one. I haven't played as the Hellhorned alternate. I'm looking at the wiki at okay. the moment. And the green one is uh, like every time he's summoned, he adds stings to his hand and he gets sweep. And uh, and the other one is he has quick mm. and he can make everyone else on his, like on his level with him quick. And that one's pretty fucking goofy. If you combine the when summoned as sting and uh enchant quick together right you wind up in a situation where nobody fucking lives because Hmm. the the sting uh they're like a zero cost card that does i think it's like 10 damage it's not that huge but it is something um more importantly uh it adds like damage to his attack and adds quick to everyone else on the fucking that same level. You just put someone beefy in front of him and just keep fucking casting st- spells. And hmm. yeah, that one is hilariously simple. That one might be too powerful, to be honest. Right. I, I haven't played that one yet. Yeah, that one's a good one. I, yeah, I haven't played the um, the Awoken alternate. Um, sorry, the the Hellhorned alternate. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, she's the. Yeah, she she's like imps. You basically just go all out with imps and stick stick imps right right in front of you. And every for every imp that you've got, she does a bunch of damage. Um, right. So that that's a good like build for if you if you're just running imps, which that deck has quite a lot of them in. I saw, I think I saw with the other, or maybe just playing Hellhound as the as my second. I've seen like a lot of cards that are like for every imp that has died, do something. So mm. maybe maybe she's got some power. I don't usually play a lot of imps, so yeah. Give her a run. Uh, yeah, still got to work out the umbrellas in it. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, no, it's just good changes. I, I just think they've done a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, that's Monster Train. It's actually not on sale anymore. It finished when that Steam sale ended. Right. Uh, but I'm sure if you keep your eye out in the next couple of weeks, once the um, Christmas sale kicks in, it might end up on there as well. And uh, it's definitely worth a, uh, a look at because I think we both enjoy it quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite games this year. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, like it was already, it's already definitely top 10 because it's been a, pretty fucking light year but uh it's 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 actually higher now so uh we'll, i mean we'll discuss mm-hmm. that in a couple of weeks in a couple of weeks yep um all right uh something i picked up during the sale was the walking dead saints and sinners yep which is a vr game um i've been hanging out for this one for a while and uh yeah haven't been able to play it. I'm having some massive oh. issues with my VR headset. Okay. Um, and uh, basically what was going on was like this weird like stutter every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and that's quite disorienting when you're when you're you've got a VR headset on because it just makes you not feel great. Yep. And so I did a bunch of like uninstalling um, the Oculus software, reinstalling it, setting it back up again, trying different USB ports, like reading forums and, and like other people having not like 
uh, maybe similar issues, but also these these were issues that were like a year ago type thing, um, and people were like trying to solve the same sort of problems. But for me, it was strange because I'd used my headset recently when we were playing um, Phasmophobia, right? And I I couldn't really think about what I did since then. And the one thing that came to mind was my um, Windows update that I talked about recently i did the big like um the the big uh i think it was the may update or something like that anyway it was to basically get ray tracing working in world of warcraft uh, which needed that update and so i i ended up like <laughs> uninstalling that update and like rolling back my windows to that version before then um and then i i did the like reinstalling all the drivers for the headset, fight it back up, and it's still there. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is going on? Like, is it broken or something? Yeah. Um, and like, I had literally gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm going to have to rebuild my computer because I want to <laughs> like, I want to use this thing. Um, th- the next step actually was going to go try it on another PC yep. and then see if it's like the actual headset. Maybe it's busted or something. Um, and then after that was going to be, all right, time to rebuild my computer. But the issue with that was, is, uh, a, we record every week and doing that is a fucking pain. Uh, cause it, uh, you know, we have enough problems as it is usually when we're rebuilding stuff and like, all right, yeah. what's happening now? So I need some downtime to do that. Yep. And B, I didn't want to do it a week before cyberpunk. <laughs> like that seemed yeah. like a bad idea. Risky, uh, risky business. Anyway. And so that's kind of where i was but i was i was ready to to do this thing and uh this morning i fired up my pc and noticed there was a new um nvidia driver out and i was like oh cool um let's go i usually i don't download it i'll go check like the the reddit thread that says like here's what it's updating don't do it (laughs) yeah don't do it um i've got like one of them for my tv at the moment my tv has an update and every time i fire it up it's like there's a new update and the Reddit thread is like, don't fucking update your TV. This is, this is, <laughs> this is broken. This one. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I, I checked the Reddit thread uh, and because uh, if it's not giving me anything special, there's no real point to update it as far as I'm aware, unless they're like game ready drivers for something that I'm playing at the moment, which this one, as far as I can tell, isn't that it's just a, uh, it's just for a new graphics card. Apparently they're releasing, which we'll talk about later. Um, but one of the actual known issues on the list was like uh, VR stutters and lag. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, it's the fucking it's the NVIDIA drivers that are causing this. That is amazing. Um, yeah. And so I know what the issue is now. Um, it's basically like the 457 drivers, uh, which the last lot was uh, like October-ish, about a month, month and a bit ago. So if you're having stuttering issues or some sort of lag in vr because i know there's people that listen to this that have vr headsets uh roll back your drivers because that seems to be what the issue is at this stage and i couldn't find anything on this that in the oculus threads or anything that people were talking about so it's really strange to me Um, but at least i know what the problem is now and i'll be able to jump in and uh check this game because i really wanted to 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 play it um well that's what you get for buying an oculus (laughs) <laughs> for buying an NVIDIA graphics card. <laughs> uh, you know, NVIDIA is just doing their part to uh, to 
stop Facebook and its mm. dominance. And taken over. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, I can't talk about The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners right now because I've, I haven't played much of it. I got past the tutorial. Yep. Um, and that and was about it <laughs> to a point where I was like, well, this is uh, yeah, this is not fun, whatever's going on. Like, I like some of the things they're doing yeah. in that game, but also I was playing it sitting down because I was trying to fucking fix this thing and playing that uh, game sitting down is a little bit hard because uh, you need to, like... Bend over and shit. Push your hands down down yeah. the side of your, you know, your holster and pull out whatever it is that's down there or round, reach around your back and yep. grab the axe out. Uh, you can play that game sitting. There is a mode for it. But if you're in a computer chair, that is very hard because you're yeah. hitting like the sides of your desk and things like that. It's not, yeah, not optimal. Like their 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 assumption is you're playing in sitting mode, and sitting mode is on a bar stool in the center of an enormous space where yeah. there is nothing around. And you're like, at this point, wouldn't I just be playing fucking standing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because there was a there was a moment. It's like there's a um. It's like a screwdriver or something on the ground. It's like, you need to pick that up. I'm like, but I'm, I'm sitting on a chair. Yeah. Like, if I do that, my chair is going to fall over. How do you figure I do this? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Um, so I'll hopefully be able to talk about that again soon once I fix these. Well, they fix this problem. Maybe I just end up reverting back. Um, we'll see. Anyway. I just thought I'd mention that in case there are other people having the same sort of issues because that's uh, definitely jumped jumped out at me. Um, yep. uh, just quickly, I just wanted to mention uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, which oh, yeah. is is now out. Um, Everyone been playing to- this, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of people, man, playing this game. Yeah, people are. Um, I, I haven't played too much of it. I got past the first sort of uh, introduction area. It sets up a lot of story, like that first basically like uh you know you take the portal and it takes you to this next part is all story set up um it lasts for about an hour and a half two hours there's um pretty standard like grab this thing go kill a bunch of these things but it's it's running around with these characters in this universe that you know um and then introducing you to like the big bad villain that is sort of uh overshadowing this expansion and it's uh yeah it's really good like like i said massive story focused emphasis on it and because of that there is a lot of voice acting um in it i don't know when the last time was you played but world of warcraft was very text heavy back in the day yeah um they started to shift away from a lot of that it's still there in the you know the massive dump of text that you you get when you pick up a quest but also they're going more towards like all right here's a you know something that's happening in this scene and it's you standing around listening to someone talk right uh, i guess the issue that comes around with that is you can't skip it if you the type of person that wants to skip it because you're listening oh my to somebody Lord, what? talk um but at the same time, like they're giving you, you know, dialogue to sit there and listen to, and while this thing is playing out, um, so you that can't seems skip it at all, or I don't think you can skip it. Not as far as I'm aware. I mean, unless it's a cutscene, you can skip it. But this is like in-game, like people talking uh, to you and that sort of thing. <laughs> well, uh, 
on LMAO. I'd have to look. I've not tried to skip it. Like, what would you? How would you do that? I don't know. Why would you do it any other way? Like, do it like in fucking Assassin's Creed, where you can just fucking hammer through the B button when they're talking too slow. Yeah. Oh, very good English. Well, uh, now we come down here as Danes and we do what we do when we go Vikinger. And you're like, fucking shut the fuck up. I want to chop things with an axe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I plan a party as well, so that would be uh, a bit <laughs> Anyway, it's... um. Do you talk over... Like, yeah. do, do you just talk while they're, they're yapping? Or does everyone sit quietly to attention and listen i i play with my wife so i, I assume we're sometimes we're yapping over the top of it but right. there's or, times we're saying silly things or right. uh, and times when it's, it's serious wow time um serious wow time yeah so we we got out of that first area we got to the first town and uh that's where we sort of finished up at that on that specific session but yeah seems seems cool uh it's more wow People seem to be enjoying it, and uh, I haven't got really gotten to any of the new, the new newness yet. Like, what is it sort of doing other than the whole level scaling thing, which I think is a really good idea. Look, um, the, the squish, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it means that you're going through these areas now, and you're actually leveling up as opposed to just like <laughs> getting through this content and getting four levels in and being yeah. like, all right, I'm done. Um, it feels like that old WoW experience where like this was area uh, four to six and you'd be actually earning levels in that actual area um, and, and making your way through it. So I don't know, that sort of stuff feels a bit better to me. And it, it means that you're like, um, you know, you, you, it feels like you're making progress as opposed to just spending so much time in this one area and like getting <laughs> absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that that's a good good fix. Anyway, I'll, I'll be talking about that more uh, the next couple of weeks as I keep keep playing it. But um, so far, it seems pretty good. People seem to be enjoying it. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that one unfolds. But that's cool. uh, Shadowlands is out now. Uh, you're not enticed to jump back in at all. No, I I had been thinking about it because I've seen the fucking the boys, the fucking third oh. person crew, have finally found the third person game of their dreams. And they're all playing right. fucking non-stop World of Warcraft. And every time I go to, I think to myself, I should play some Warzone. Uh, they're playing fucking World of Warcraft. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Hmm. And, but over time, it's sort of like wormed its way into my brain. I'm like, maybe I should just play with them. Because they're talking <laughs> about having fun, ganking, and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I would love to do, like, World PvP is my fucking jam. That's basically all I ever want to do in any right. video game ever. Uh, and I'm like, maybe I should go. But you talking about fucking people yapping and me not being able to do anything about it? Hard pass. I'm out. No no chance. Not a fucking, <laughs> not a fucking hope in hell of me doing it if I have to sit there and listen to someone yap. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe you got to look it up and see if there's a way to skip it. But no. uh, as far as I'm aware, you can't. An add-on, anyway. Or something someone's created Maybe. an add-on, or you can just fucking just skip like that shit. Delete the audio files. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, that Shadowlands out now. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Still playing this. I've played uh, so much more of it now. Right. Um, I, I guess the, the one big thing is that they put a patch out. A mm. bunch of bug fixes, fixing issues with levels, 
um, not working properly and quests not working properly and just some um, minor stuff. And uh, I guess the one big thing is they addressed one of the complaints we had, which was in relation to the skill tree. Um, previously, the way it worked was you would get skill points uh, per level, you get two, and you would then spend those points in this giant web of, of skills um, in three different sort of categories. It was like assassin, melee, and warrior, I don't know, bow and arrow, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and as sort of at the center of each of these Predator. little nodes, right. yeah, you would have um, an ability or some sort of skill or trait that would uh, give you something new. Um, the problem with that was you could never really get an understanding of where you were going, like what you were aiming for, what was the end goal in this skill tree. And yeah. so you could spend a bunch of points in this node, get to the center and be like, oh, this isn't really what I wanted. Uh, so I'll go somewhere else. And then you start going down like a different path and then you eventually get to that node and at the center is another skill that you're like, oh, I didn't want this one either. Like that's not really the play style I wanted to, to do. And so that became a problem. Uh, which is now being fixed. What they've done is they have uh, that that fog of war wall or whatever you want to call it is still sort of there. This shroud around the the skill tree, um, but at, you can see the nodes now in the middle of those abilities. So you've got an idea of where you want to be going, as opposed to having absolutely no idea. Which is such a good change. Like I logged in. That that was basically what tipped me over the fucking edge into playing way too much of this game over the last fucking week was Price. was i logged in and uh i went to pull up the fucking picture i had the zoomable picture i had of the fucking web the skill web <laughs> yeah that was on reddit somewhere <laughs> yeah and i uh i went to go fucking do that and uh i went into the skills and they were all there i'm like oh then Fuck. This is easy. But it like it actually really worked to incentivize me to play more because I actually felt like no longer like when they're on a fucking image on my fucking phone, right? You have to zoom all the way in and you can only see sort of like maybe at, at most you can sometimes see uh, one node away or something. And so you have to go find something you want out of all of this shit. And I'd be like, okay, uh, Nate has talked up the dual wielding uh, mm. heavy weapons a lot. So I'm going to fucking beeline for that. And so I know, I know I need to go over here, right? And so I just, I just find that and I'd like look at all this other shit but it didn't i didn't absorb any of it and so i right. just go for that and then um i can't remember what the other drew was talking about one that was absolutely essential and it has been a fucking godsend maybe uh slow down time or dodge or something i don't know like when you get the perfectly okay. timed dodge ludicrous absolutely ridiculous fantastic mm. skill but what's happened right now that it's all immediately available for me is I go into the skill web and I can like see and I can actually see. chart a path to these things. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah. I'll go th through this. Before I was just like, right, I, I will chart the, the the fastest course to the fucking dual-handed 
weapons and i just fucking belt through some shit and it felt like an obligation but now i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna do this and i'll go out here and get this one oh maybe i'll like divert and get this stamina fucking blip as well yeah, and like fucking adrenaline yeah adrenaline sorry uh and like fucking yeah do it that way and it's been yeah. so much better for, for getting me to play yeah really fucking could change makes so i'm going sense. towards the uh the 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 one that's you can pick up uh like weapons that people have dropped after oh, yeah. them or something and like throw them i'm like that sounds fucking cool i'm going for that um that's the kind of thing it does now is it i'm not sort of wandering in the dark being like uh. i don't know what i'm really going for um now you've got the ability to see what is around you and oh actually i just remember the, the, the one drew was talking about is the one where you like when they throw a projectile at you you can if catch you time it. it catch it and throw it back that that's fucking amazing yeah um, can you still block with two heavy weapons you parry right because I, yeah, I, I shield and sword so i'm wondering if I, I like i don't walk around holding my shield up that's the thing uh, so I don't know if I need a shield at this stage. I so yeah, if you're not blocking shit, just get a fucking another weapon. I'm, I'm I use using it to parry people. Yeah, that's it. I'm using yeah. Well then, fucking yeah, get a fucking second heavy weapon. What are you doing? Um, the the damage output is insane. Uh, I took Heath's the ch the challenge thrown down by Heath's Gauntlet, which is uh, fighting enemies that are like a hundred levels above you. Um, okay it's it's not a good ideal uh but there it provides some interesting and challenging fights i took on uh you know the dog in east Ang anglia i took him is on. it a dog or a wolf because i'm uh, fighting a wolf at the moment thing like a rabid wolf in a big arena type thing or yeah are you talking about like a wolf in asgard because Looks like a mix between dog wolf, not in Asgard. Okay. It's like a dog wolf in a coliseum. Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dog It's like wolf, a yeah. horse. It could be a horse. A very vicious <laughs> horse. It's fucking brutal. He's a grumpy <laughs> horse. Um Yeah, it's uh that was a fucking rough fight, but it was a even rougher oh, yeah. fight at like uh seventy levels below his level. Uh he was able to fucking he like right near the end. Because, like, they, they're good boss fights. They're fucking good fights, man. They've done a good job with this shit, right? I find, like, it's still way too fucking easy. Like, 99% of the time, this game is way too fucking easy. And the only, like, the only times it gets too hard are when the enemies can one-shot me and I need, uh, like, like... When they're a fucking ancient dragon level fucking boss fight, right? Like where you do less than a single percent of health with your best fucking hit, and yeah. you've got a it fucking two shots you, yeah, um, or or one shot. And um, there's there's one there's a lady there's these three sisters, um, and one of them is like level three hundred and forty, and uh. Nope. Can't do that. That's 240 levels above me or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't matter how perfectly I play that one. Uh it's gonna take four hours of perfection for me to actually fucking finish it. Um but yeah, like 
this dog way above me and right near the end he like it's not like they do like this thing where suddenly you know they're gonna do have a new move set or something it's just when you get to the 30 percent health mark they suddenly start doing extra shit and i mean i was i was playing i was in discord with uh drew and heath while i was playing and um they definitely heard me swearing a lot uh because there were a number of times where he would do this thing where he would lunge and it would like if he if he gets you it does basically 90 like percent chunk of damage you gotta like and, mash rb or something like that yeah um and then so that that's fucked uh and then he would like leave you on the ground but the worst thing was when he's below 30 percent health he does like a quick throw where he he can pick you up off the ground and that that would invariably do the rest of it but the worst like what, what was the problem was he would do it directly after that first one and it's an unblockable uh attack and so i would get fucking blapped before i could even get back up off the ground which mm. uh was just it felt shitty like a shitty way to i i killed him and i'm mildly disappointed mildly disappointed that uh the xbox doesn't record your voice the way the playstation does when you save a clip because holy shit i was yeah i was rude to old king allen but fucking i was way ruder than this dude this fucking dog <laughs> way ruder uh what a cunt anyway i belted it was a good yeah. fight uh but that's it right like it was a it was a good fight and i went and found a fight that should have been way beyond my ability and i still managed to fucking do it it took forever i'll tell you what what did it <laughs> yeah. like e even like the fight itself took forever but i must have it must have been fucking 12 to 15 attempts and each of these attempts was like a 10 minute fucking affair like mm. it was rough um but what I what what did it for me was uh, I've got like an ability to like add poison to my right-handed blade. Yeah, huge, huge man. Uh, you get poison on this little motherfucker, and it doesn't matter. He spent so much. Time, that's the problem with him, right? He spends so much time running around, right? Uh, and it it's just wasted time that you can't do damage to him, but you get poison yeah. on him and that's just time that he's getting damaged and you're not in any fucking trouble at all. And, mm. uh, it's, uh, it's good. It's good to, good to have available. Anyway. Uh, um, I, I left him. I, I, I think oh, I fought up. him four times and was yep. like, I'm, I'm good. I'll come back later. Cause it was the fourth time that I died. And I realized when I looked at the, number above him i'm like oh he's a hundred levels above me yeah i shouldn't be here yeah <laughs> this is the problem i'm having yeah uh, i thought it was like a trick because i kept going the, the thing with it is you can hit him in the leg like four times to stun him and i could never get that last arrow to get yeah. in his leg it was really uh he like never show that side of that leg so i uh i when i realized i wasn't supposed to be in that fight I was, you don't need. I thought, I'll just see later. If you can, if you can get two arrows into him, you can parry his ass like super mm -hmm. easy. He's got 
Like his, uh, you can bait out that the parryable attack. He's got a fuck ton of unparry, unblockable, unparryable attacks, but uh, you can bait out the the parry attack pretty easy. And so if you can get two fucking arrows in his his leg, you can parry mm-hmm. him super fucking easy, and then just fucking whack on him as much as you like. I like what I would do was I would uh, I would parry, stun him, and then. Then I'd apply the poison and just fucking wallop the cunt. That's mm-hmm. easily the best way to do it. But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, good fights. Like, there are so fucking... I was talking about this with, uh, I think, Nate. Uh, how, swear to God, this game wants me to hate it. It wants me so much to hate it. There is so <laughs> many fucking things it does that I fucking loathe. You can skip. You can skip chatting. There is that. There is that. It does have that. But that's the thing, right? It does all these little things. Somehow, somehow on balance, I I keep wanting, I keep coming back to it. But like all this shit it keeps doing. Oh my lord. The fucking, I still can't get over the traversal. It's you're just too fucking sticky, man. Like you just, the amount of times I've been doing one of those dumb fucking chase the paper things, right? And I will like, for some reason, instead of leaping onto the, the beam that I'm supposed to, I will leap onto some other fucking ledge. Like a, and then like I a can't... street pole or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why? That's not where I was pointing. <laughs> it's Fuck. like a mailbox. On the like, side of the road. <laughs> oh my god! And yeah, like you just like please focus for fuck's sake. I, I can't just restart this shit. I'm gonna walk all the way back up there. And yeah, you just like hanging off fucking street lamp or some shit, and you're like, well, fucks. I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck that shit. It's just a dumb tattoo anyway. I'm never gonna fucking use it. I'll just walk away, and then you, I get like fucking a hundred meters away. I'm like, but it's still on my map. Oh my god. If it showed you on the map that it was a tattoo, I'd be like, oh, that's good. But it doesn't. It just shows you it's like a little white dot. Yeah. And so you leave and you come back, you know, four hours later, you're like, oh, there's a white dot over here. And you go, fuck, it's it's one of those tattoos again. Fuck's sake. Uh, But yeah, the amount of times that's happened, or like you'll be, I'm I'm just generally, I fucking, I was climbing for a sink point uh, the other day and I got like, all the way to the top of this tower, that had a fucking roof on it. Like the tower had a roof on it, and you had to climb onto the roof to get to the fucking. And so I go to climb onto the roof, uh, or I go to leap onto the beam. I'm holding a, I climb onto the fucking railing because it's got a railing all the way around it, and I go to leap towards the fucking, and he leaps off into the fucking hail, hay bale at the bottom of the fucking sink point. I'm like, what's the fuck just happened? I am going to fucking burn everything. Had to climb all the way back up. And it, like it turns out, you got to like climb on the outside and fucking do all this extraneous fucking climbing horse shit just to get onto the fucking. Why? Who hmm. put that one there? Right? Like, good one, dickwad. You fucking stitched us all up. Well done. Right? What was your, what was your intended outcome there? To make me hate? Do they fucking traverse a little bit more or what? Like, I just don't understand. The fucking, 
Those oh, I found the the anomalies you were talking about. Uh last week you were like, oh, have you come across any anomalies yet? I'm like, uh, are those those oh, yeah. uh and I was way off and I had no idea what you were talking about. And now I do. And again, you see like a fucking it's a blue dot on the map and you wander on up and it's a fucking anomaly and you're like for fuck's sake well i'm not doing it i'm just not doing it. i don't give a fuck like she comes you know the thing she's like oh i found another one of those data points and i'm like i don't give a fuck i'm here to be a fucking viking i'm not here to fucking climb over some fucking tron shit so i can get some dumb fuck solve some fucking light puzzles and stuff stuff <laughs> Get the yeah. fuck out of here. We're going away. I've only seen one of them so far, so I guess uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> I've found three of them, and I hate them. Um, Did you find the magic mushrooms yet? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I brute forced one of them. I did, like, I've, I've found three of those as well. I've, I've, like, I did one of them the normal way, and then I did uh, the second one. I just had to brute force. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't, like, what am I supposed to... What's indicating anything here? Like, I've walked through one of the doors and it teleports me back to the start. And then I've walked through another door and it teleports me somewhere else. And I can't work out what it was about the door that changed. But it's presenting me with five more doors. So oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I've been to one of those. I don't know. What the fuck am I... Like, I don't... I don't... I didn't work out the... Like, it's, it's like a... It's a riddle... But like hmm. the first half of the riddle, and seven wives and seven cats, and you're like, why don't you fucking say the start of the fucking riddle again? I missed it. And like, <laughs> do you know subtitles on? Cats or something. And then you fucking yeah, they're like I just walk through one of the doors and it puts me back at the start. I'm like, I fucking know. I went through the same door again. Try the other door. Another door, another. I just brute force this shit. Uh, I don't fucking know. I have no idea how I worked it out. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the clues were to indicate. But right. the other, the other magic mushroom, like I've done, yeah, three. The other two made sense, and I could work it out. This one, I just fucking. Yeah. I think we're talking about something different. Mine, mine was the one where you go off and you're looking for a guy who's disappeared. Oh, oh, you. Oh, uh, is. You, you come across like a, uh, um, like there's clothes on the ground and there's like a, a pot and stove that like with a fire and there's oh, something. No, inside I haven't seen thing. this one. No, right. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. talking about like the fly agaric, uh, puzzle ish areas. Okay. No, uh, no, I haven't found that one. I, I haven't found the fucking, haven't found the monk in the bard yet. I haven't found loads. I did find a couple you were talking about. Um, I found the worst one, Luke. I found the fucking worst one. Did you yeah. find Thor Sluggerson or Slug Sluggerson or some shit? Did you find that? I don't think so. Holy fuck! What were they thinking? What were they thinking with this one? It is apparently I had to fucking Google it. It's some baseball player, like IRL baseball player. <laughs> is standing there hitting rocks at targets while some kids cheer him on and then you wander over and you shoot the the targets with your bow and it's like 
he is not even a t this is like Kevin Costa in Prince of Thieves type shit where he's not even attempting to do a fucking ac accent. He's just like, hey there, Viking, what are you up to? Why don't you try to hit these targets with your bow? And you're like, what game am I playing? What the fuck has happened here? I'm the I'm Thor Sluggerson, and I can hit these targets when I with these rocks when I hit them with my bat. I mean my club. And you fucking, what the fuck is going on here? Who who thought this was a good idea? I don't understand at what point this they reference. thought this one was gonna fucking work out. And then you you get them, and you got to shoot five targets in thirty seconds, which might be the easiest challenge of all time. And then to finish, when you finish it with fucking 20 seconds to spare or whatever the fuck, he goes, well, 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 twang, 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 ain't you? And you're like, what the fuck is going on in this shit? Like, and then the little kid's like, two champions. Oh, glory days. They're so good. Oh, we are so blessed to be in their presence. And you're like, this is the dumbest fucking shit of all time how did this how did this get through how did they who put this mission together were they embarrassed do they cringe when they think back to it like when i think of all my many many social gaffes right i'm like i lay awake at night and i think back to the time when i asked the hairdresser if he had the day off as well when he clearly didn't and I like, my mind shuts down. I go, fuck, right? Is that what they're thinking? Whoever made this mission, do they lie awake at night and think to themselves, Thor Sluggerson? What were we thinking? What's worse is that I think this mission would have actually fit in Immortals, Gods and Monsters, or sorry, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Right, the the other the other fucking Ubisoft game that came out within the well, one of the three that came out within three weeks, one another. Right, like yeah. it would have been a fucking perfect fit for it because it's kind of fucking that game's goofy as shit, and it's got it like a cartoon, a more Saturday morning cartoon vibe to it. And yeah, why yeah. not have a fucking cameo from some baseball player nobody fucking know? Oh, I guess. I don't fucking know. It doesn't mean nobody knows it, but like, yeah, why not? Like, it would actually fit there. Not in here. In Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I just burned, like, I before I came here, I murdered eight people in cold blood. I walked up behind them with my Assassin's Blade and just stabbed them in the fucking, like, in the heart from the back, dropped them on the ground, lit the fucking church on fire, and then I walk up to twang, 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 and you're like, oh my fucking God. Who? <laughs> yeah. How did you arrive here? Crazy shit. Hmm. Anyway, uh, that's the thing that kind of gets me with this game is that it's um, it feels like the least. I had said this a couple of weeks ago, like the least Assassin's Creed game that I've played because it's just I don't think there's a big focus on the stealth combat and like the whole assassins thing because I'm just walking around, yeah, raiding every every village that i get to hit yeah. the button and i'm fighting with you know all your all the people in your clan and that sort of thing um i just don't you wind up in situations where like i wind up in situations where i will stealth through an area like i'll stealth through a raid 
right? And murder everyone in the village and then call a raid because I need someone to help me open a fucking door, right? <laughs> but I only do it that way because it is faster than fighting them the other way, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just it's just quicker that way, right? Like, I just find that you get everybody out in the open and then you just R2 everybody, heavy hit, and they all die in, like, one shot. That, yeah, uh, are you still playing on normal? I'm still playing you- on normal, yeah. Yeah, I've bumped it up to heavy, so it's a little bit... Oh, sorry, hard, so it's a little bit, like, a bit more tedious. Like, the combat is still distractingly simple, but it's a bit more tedious. And so, like, but they all die in one shot when I fucking stab him in the back or stab him in the side of the head or whatever the fuck. So I do it that way instead, but yeah. Um, Yeah, It's, it's it's a weird... It's a weird fucking game in that I I don't like the assassin's shit doesn't really fit right like hmm. I understand it doesn't need to be an assassin's creed game right except for yeah. the other thing is right I still hate the storyline I still hate all of all of the main storyline and I loathe doing it and I'm constantly doing anything else but at the same time the core part of the game where you're rolling around, you go to the fucking the order page on the menu and you've yeah. got that listed people and you like work out clues about who a person might be and then you go fucking murder them. That shit is the fucking best. I mm. wish ev- like all this fucking making someone a king in East Anglia or a fucking Oxenfordshire or whatever the fuck, right? All that shit just fucked off and it just had this order page and you yeah. just... The Assassin's Creed part. Your whole <laughs> fucking... people. Yeah, the only part, the only overall goal of this game is you need to... And then, then what they do is ramp up the difficulty significantly... And if you die, that person's your nemesis, and they inject the fucking nemesis fucking system into this game. This would be fucking perfect for it. Holy shit, it would be amazing. It'd be so good to have the nemesis system in a game like this, where you like you've got these random traits on these people. Like the fucking 90% of the time, right, when I find someone in the order, I'll wander up on them. And it'll be like fucking Joe Schmo. Like, eating a fucking sandwich on a bench or something, I'll stab him through the fucking face and walk away. And be like, you successfully killed someone in the order. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I did. But it wasn't much of a challenge. It could have been a challenge. He could have he could have been, like, hunting for me or something, right? Like, I love the investigation part, and it should absolutely be a factor where if you roll up on them while, while it's, like, they're off time, then you can murder them, but... Yeah, I don't like there's there's zero pressure. Yeah. At one point I got threatened with uh some zealots coming and hunting me down. Like, oh yeah, um I put your name in someone in some statue's hand and now all the zealots are gonna fucking murder you. And I'm like Ah, oh, right. So what do I do? And they're like Go and burn the name before sunup of the next day and you won't be hunted by zealots. And I was actually like standing there at the statue. I'm like, 
Maybe I should just let it happen so that some zealots can find me because yeah. I'm just... It's just weird, man. Like, I love... I love... Like, the clues they give you, they're like... He's ha- he he likes to hang out in the markets at fucking Lincolnshire or some shit, and you're like, all right, I guess yeah. I'm fucking heading over to the markets at Lincolnshire. And you fucking hunt around there, and that shit's cool as shit. And they've got this giant world, and you can fucking do all that stuff. I mean, although I'll tell you what, not even close to enough fucking fast travel points. Like, holy absolute fuck! I thought. Uh, in when you're in fucking Norway or wherever the fuck it is, right? I thought that was pretty bad. I'm like, could be more fast travel points. Nah, get the fuck out of here. You got no idea. This game has not, like, why do I have to? I'm like, I know where I need to go. Can't I just travel to directly to the town, right? Once you've uncovered a town, once you've fully explored a town or some shit. Can't you just go straight there? Why do I have to walk to some fucking sink point 300 yeah. meters away and then fucking ride across a bridge or some shit? It is infuriating. The, um, uh, like the Witcher did that where you'd go to a town and you'd find like the, the sign of the town and that yeah, would sort yeah. of mark it and you could fast travel there. Right. Whereas this is more like finding the sink points and if there's a sink point near it, that's your fast travel. Or if there is a, um, like a shipyard a dock um, yeah yeah a dock that that's like a fast travel point but otherwise there's really not a lot of places you can sort of just warp around to it's pretty much just finding those individual things that are on the map yeah um but that's uh that nemesis system i think that was uh, i'm not sure if it's in this game because i haven't really done a lot of it but the um they used to have like mercenaries that would follow you around in odyssey right yeah that yeah if you did a bunch of bad shit or like your uh like as you were completing things in that game you sort of built up like a uh, like a gta sort of notoriety five-star rating system and then they'd send mercenaries out for you and they would have like special abilities and things like that sort of like those um are they the zealots is that what yeah that's what the zealots are yeah that sort of walk around um but those guys are kind of just more around the place i'm more talking about well apparently they can't come hunting you but um oh okay but I'm more talking about like the fucking Shadow of War, uh, Lord of the Rings style nemesis. I want that fucking. I want. I just don't. Until we see it in another fucking game, I'm going to be continuously flabbergasted why it doesn't fucking. Why is it? It isn't in everything. Like, why the fuck wouldn't it be in everything? It is a genius fucking system. It's right. Crazy shit to me. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anything else to add about Assassin's Creed? We're, we're still enjoying it. Um, yeah, I like I like I was saying, I hate it and I love it at the same time. I'm just like roped in. Uh, I played for a little while as uh, Dude Abel, and I switched straight back to Chick Abel. Just okay. Chick Abel was better. Um. I worry that I'm running out of uh, time. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I'm definitely out of time, but running out of like things that appeal to me uh, beyond like my problem is right. If, if the case is 
that I do not enjoy the core game experience or the the main story, main narrative, mm -hmm. which is true. I'm getting to a point now where all I've got left is the main narrative. And right, okay. uh, I don't know how that's going to go because I just don't like it, man. I do mm -hmm. not enjoy that part of it at all. Um, and, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. The other problem is uh, I found another game that does a lot of the same shit that I kind of like a lot better. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a minute because you've been playing right. Dead by Daylight. Yeah. So... Um uh, you obviously got us on this train a couple months back and I'm still playing it like mm. every week, uh, usually every day. I'll jump in and do my daily and mess around. Um, I talked about it a couple weeks back where I, I picked up some new killers and I'm still acquiring new killers in this game. Um, they give you uh, shards or something like that when you're playing and um, and that's what you can use to actually buy new things in the game so i haven't had to spend any money um on these latest two killers that i've picked up i've kind of just used the in-game currency from playing it and so i picked up um ghost face and the clown so ghost face is from screen and the way he works is uh he has this uh like stalk ability which um oh, go back to the very start dead by daylight is a asymmetrical horror game um four survivors one killer survivors have to complete generators in order to escape the map killer has to try and stop them from doing that that's the game um ghost face uh, and the the killers and survivors have different perks and that sort of thing so ghost face is able to use this stalk ability which means that his um uh his heartbeat basically goes to zero um and if they are able to find another another survivor and uh like use their power button for a couple of seconds it will mark that survivor as exposed and that'll allow you to one-shot them and put them straight on the ground um if for whatever reason during this stalk ability a survivor can spot you i think it's it's a short amount of time it's like one and a half seconds they will be exposed uh, the, the killer will sort of be detected and revealed um they'll lose that stalk ability so all of a sudden their heartbeat will come back into play and uh and that power will go into a cooldown for a certain amount of time so they can't use it use it again um so that's the sort of balance between how that works uh, and he's also able to use cover and like peek behind it as well so there's like a leaning mechanic that goes on uh whereas michael myers was kind of this uh killer that would kind of just stand there and you'd sort of just seeing him off in the distance just like watching you this is a bit harder to um detect because he's uh, his profile as a killer is a lot smaller, you know, able to sort of hide behind cover and that sort of thing and peek out, which is an interesting mechanic. Because I think that's, as, as far as I'm aware from everyone else that I've played, there isn't like a lean mechanic or like any, nobody else has used the cover thing. It's just this one, this one killer. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool being playing as that. Um, the other one I've been playing is, is an older killer called The Clown. Um, he's able to throw these like bottles that explode on impact and when they do this this gas sort of comes out of it and uh, it means the survivors if they run into it they start coughing um, their vision gets a little bit blurry and also um, it will slow them down slightly as well uh, also these killers have different add-ons that you can stick on there so you can make those like those bottles do different things sometimes it'll um, 
you know, uh, give you different types of effects. So, you know, it's not necessarily just this one thing and that's how it works. Like you can change up the way they work entirely by putting these different types of add-ons on there. So um, he's, he's more of like a chasing a bunch of survivors and like staying on them because he's got this perk that allows you to uh, block a window so you can step through it and then that'll block the window off that particular window and then that means they can't loop it anymore so they've got to the survivor has to go try and find another way to to run around and escape um so you're doing that you got you have to stay in close proximity by throwing these bottles because there's like an arc to them so you've got to really aim it you don't know where they're going there's no like crosshair that shows you this is where they're going to land you've kind of just got to have a feel for it and you eventually you get the feeling and so it's all about that type of skill um and laying uh really close to your prey um and then on top of that i've been playing a bunch of the uh survivors as well obviously i main killer but i'm still having a lot of fun playing as survivors recently uh, i think i'm down to like level seven on a survivor at this stage so i'm, I'm working my way working my way through them and um i'm just finding it a, a lot more uh easy to navigate and things like that like i'm learning a lot about it uh, from a perspective that I didn't before, like yeah. learning looping areas and getting to a generator and not just working on the generator, but in like, all right, what is my escape plan here? Like, where am I going? If someone shows up, where can I loop or where can I get to a pallet and throw that down and then go like, then where am I going? Uh, and like playing it a lot more strategic as opposed to just being like, well, I'm just going to sit here and see what happens. Eventually they'll they'll show up, but maybe we'll get away from somewhere. Um, it's all about like the preparation and looking in your surroundings and then trying to figure out like what do you do next um so that stuff is is really cool to to work through now and um and a, a brand new update dropped yesterday um and they've introduced a new killer and also a new survivor uh this one is called the twins um and it is the first first character in the game with two playable characters i guess um <clears throat> the way this works is you start off as a the a main character called i think it's charlotte uh let me check i think it could be charlotte yeah and uh charlotte has this um twin who is you're able to throw out as an ability and then you switch to that other character and it's a very small um, character really low profile and uh their ability the, the smaller character's ability is able to move around really quickly and do this like leap attack as a right. as a power move and if you latch onto somebody um it, it basically causes a bunch of different effects on the actual survivor that you catch on uh and and then basically what happens is you then switch back to the other character and then you go hunting and trying to find um this thing and it does things like it can reveal other survivors that are nearby and uh, will like give you notifications like i haven't had a chance to play it i've only done a bunch of bunch of, bunch of like streams and watching and that sort of thing yeah um but some really interesting mechanics there if you're the um if you're uh victor which is the little the little twin if, yeah. if you're um pouncing and you miss a survivor can come over and kick you because there's like a stun location and if it kicks you uh you're basically like killed uh and then uh you're back to the other character and you can't use that ability for a certain amount of time and so now you're just that 
that one thing. But you can do really interesting things that I've seen streamers doing where like you stick like Victor out as almost like a watch, like a watchman. You kind of just leave them there. And as people run around them, it'll like give you notifications. Um, and so you can start like switching between the two and playing really, uh, you know, really differently depending on which like character you run around yeah. as. Yeah. Like your techies um, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, the, the the biggest issue with this is that uh, it's flat out broken, this update. Um, oh. They've been testing this update for a couple of weeks now on the, the player test build that they, they do. Yep. And um, uh, th- this to me feels like they wanted to get it out for their holiday event, which started yesterday. And right. uh, they're doing this Christmas thing where you get blood points and shards and um, new cosmetic items and, and that sort of thing uh, during the period of this Christmas holiday update. And um, a bunch of the issues that were recognized in the playtest build are still in this version of the game. Uh, like the biggest problem here is that two of the three abilities on the uh, on the twins don't work. Like they just... They're broken. <laughs> um, one of them is called Hoarder. Uh, and the way that perk works is that um, when a survivor interacts with a chest, you get a loud notification that shows you they're doing something in there. Um, it also uh, spawns two additional chests and the rarity of those chests uh, decrease. So the items you get out of them are lower. Um, to begin with, the two additional chests aren't spawning the rarity of them aren't isn't isn't happening so it's normal rarity so all you're getting at this stage is notifications on top of that the notifications are bugged Uh, they're not working all the time so that perk is basically not working um the second one they've got is called uh cryptograde and that means that each time you generate it cryptograde whatever um each time the generator is completed, you get a token as the killer and you consume a token that allows you to do like a lunge attack, except the lunge attack animation isn't working oh. uh, at all. Like it doesn't doesn't work. So that ability isn't working either. So now it's busted. Like that whole thing is busted. Um, the other thing is with Victor and Charlotte, if you throw Victor out, he is having issues where he's getting stuck on geometry, like in the actual floor of the the maps. And so he'll just stand there. You can't move him around. At the start of, I guess this is going to be a thing where either the Dead by Day community embraces it, which generally they'll figure it out. Or sometimes you just get dickheads that just won't do it. But if you come across one, usually you'll have like a survivor that will come and just kick it. They'll realize like it's stuck. So they'll, they'll try and kill it for you. But Alternatively, they could just leave it there. And that means yeah. that you can't use that character the entirety of the match. Um, That's cool. The other problem... Yeah, the other problem is that... Uh, and this was discovered during the player test build. And I think they've made some tweaks to it. But they were having issues where Victor wasn't able to search lockers. Um, and the lockers are used to for survivors to hide in. And so what survivors were doing during the player test build is they would just... Whenever Victor was nearby, they would just hide in a locker. And then they Victor couldn't do anything. There was no, they didn't set up any animations or anything for that to happen. So they could just stand there and nothing would happen. And so you you would then have this issue where like you, 
as a killer, you couldn't do anything because they were hiding in a locker. Um, they've, I think, since made some changes to that, but now Victor is getting stuck in, in lockers and doing weird shit like that. So that is broken at this stage. It's just like a... And that's just the killer. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a bunch of other other issues that people are having. Jeez. But like my issue with this is it's paid content. You need to buy it um, yep. or spend your, your shard points if you want. Uh, I have enough shard points to buy it. To, to get it and i'm not interested at this stage because i want to see what happens once they fix it um but at this point in time i would i would recommend people don't buy it, it seems to be a thing that the community is doing at this stage anyway because i've not played against this killer as of yet um yeah i played a stack of matches yesterday and i didn't see it once so i mean hopefully that's a good thing that is happening and uh the dead by day developers will see that as a problem and they can't be doing this because it's a it's not a good look um i don't yeah. think it should have been released i mean do your christmas event this killer shouldn't have been released in the state because it's 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 broken i don't know how long it's been broken for but if these things were in there three weeks ago and they're still there today it's probably not a a good sign um yeah but like apart from that uh, I'm, I'm still having fun with it. They've updated another two maps, did like the the rework of it. They, they've definitely gone away from this whole um, darker, grimier sort of aesthetic. Uh, these seems to be a bit more brighter colored maps and that sort of thing, uh, which, you know, it's not my aesthetic, not something I'd go towards, but um, maybe that's just the direction they're going with this game. They want a bit more action as opposed to hide and seekish. So, yeah, that's what it is. Um, just, but I'm still having, still having fun with it. It's it's still an awesome game to yeah. jump in and play. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Any any other thoughts? Uh, no, I keep meaning no. to get back in, and then I keep getting distracted. I see you playing on Discord, and I'm like, oh yeah, I should uh should check this out. All right, and the last game we've got on the list is Immortals: Phoenix Rising, uh, which we both been playing thanks to ubisoft sensitive codes for this uh this one's out tomorrow and as you said before it is their third open world game in a matter of weeks <laughs> um, uh yeah could have been spaced out a little bit more but that's cool that's cool um th this game uh i guess has been sort of uh like attributed to uh maybe like a zelda like yep. or that type of thing um, but also having the Ubisoft sort of spin on it with what they're doing with their open world games. What do you, should we talk about the actual story first? But it sort of takes place in this uh, mythological Greek uh, universe where you're playing as a character named Phoenix who has um, all the other humans in the world have been turned to stone yep. and you need to try and um, undo that and uh, defeat the big bad in the game. At the same time, you've got... Uh, uh, two gods who are like narrating the story as it's happening uh, which is prometheus, prometheus is I think he's yeah he, he's sort of like narrating it but at the same time zeus is the other character that's there with you and, yeah. and is also putting their own spin on it um and it's yeah. a very like goofy uh wacky like you mentioned before like saturday cartoon style aesthetic to it animaniacs um, style yeah um, like like something will be happening in the story and you see this quite early on where they're discussing and describing how this big boss fight happens and then all of a sudden like Zeus will interject and 
add a couple of more descriptors in there and then that'll change the boss fight up a little bit like something wacky yeah. will happen i've seen that before in um borderlands like tiny tina the dlc yep. did that with the um dungeons and dragons one where it had yeah. her voice narrating it and as she would say things they would change it up on the fly and that would actually happen in the world um it, it doesn't happen as much in this no. game that i've seen so far but that is something i would like to have seen them explore a little bit more uh but yeah it's it's a very goofy type child uh child's cartoon premise um but it's got like Zelda like it's it's it, it it plays that like balance right it's a balancing mm-hmm. act between uh like it feels like a kid's game but it's got that subtle it's got adult, adult, humor. adult humor yeah but it's like yeah, really Simpsons. it's underplayed yeah low or or you know animaniacs right that is it, yeah. Like that that style where like you have to be of a certain age to get it. Otherwise, the jokes are still there. I'm thinking of um, uh, uh, like Pixar s- movies do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 a pretty like classic one. Although I think they're they're going for a dirtier thing than I think Pixar ever really allows. But uh, sure. Yeah, there's like one instance where some some god had like I think it was like. 5,000 children. And Zeus is like, oh, that's too many. That's too many. That's too many. You would. That's. I've only had 54, and that is exhausting. And I think the, like, the the children's version of that joke is he's got lots of kids and he's exhausted because he's got too many kids. Hmm. But the adult version of that joke is that dude is exhausted from all the fucking he's been doing. And (laughs) it's like, it's really well done like they, i think they yeah. straddle that line really fucking well uh some some of the shit like they they go ham on like obscure elements of like greek mythology and stuff and mm. they use it as humor like they play it for humor really well and i think they just do a fantastic job with it i mm. uh yeah like the writing in this game is fantastic there is i think i agree that there maybe isn't as much as I would like, uh, mm. and they they don't use the narrative uh, elements as much as I would like. But uh, when it's there, it's fucking fantastic. Nailed it. Right. Um, yeah, and I think the um, like people sort of saying that it's a Zelda clone. Um, like I can see that it's doing a lot of Zelda, oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild stuff, uh, and you know, it's that thing of like, it's that we were talking about before with the like the dark souls and um people sort of going after those types of games there's nothing wrong with with sort of taking what others have done before you and trying to replicate that and add your own spin on it and i feel like that's kind of what they've done here with uh ubisoft quebec who is the um the the main studio behind this who made assassin's creed odyssey um as well and so you end up with these elements right, in the yeah. game that very much you can look at and be like, all right, yeah, I attribute that to stuff that we've seen in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But also, I don't think it's done as well in certain aspects. Um, but they're also doing their own their own thing on top of that. So I, I can understand why some people could be disappointed because it is a very mixed... It's getting extremely mixed reactions on the internet. I've seen uh, between like sevens and tens, like all over the board... It's not like a couple of sites have given it like a, uh, you know, eight or nine and a couple have given it a six. It's a very like 
<laughs> like split. steady pace of yeah extremely split that um, is the problem with human like games that re- like rely on humor is yeah, like borderlands as well if the yeah if the humor doesn't work for you then the game's not going to work hmm. um like because whereas i to. think the the story here is i'm gonna, like it's better than a zelda story that i've seen in breath of the wild oh, i never liked the breath of the wild story because it was so minimalistic and you know the uh <laughs> i remember you talking about like zelda's voice and just oh being this high pitched literally literally phoned in um yeah, yeah. um awful so i think like um, the story side has been done really well how they lean into the greek mythology stuff and characters that you meet like i think there's a fight with uh he shows up pretty early but it's like is it achilles that shows up really early and you're sort of fighting him um and he's like standing there like jogging on the spot as he fights you and he's got like a spear and uh like you see a bunch of greek characters that you recognize from that mythology that show up quite a yeah. bit and you'll, you'll fight them or you'll become friends with them and talk to them and that sort of thing uh and the aesthetic itself is very much uh like that cartoonish style Hyper colorful yeah 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 like very vib- vibrant um doing things with the environment where it's like something like a giant turtle that you'll see but it's a rock yeah like that sort of stuff I, I really like that aesthetic you see it in um like the witness did that sort of stuff really well yeah where you look at an environment and you're like oh that's just a mountain but then you look at it from another angle and you're like oh no that's a turtle uh that's a giant turtle over there yeah uh, i like that it does that sort of thing but at the same time um it just feels like the exploration side of this game is sort of lacking uh, and i think that's one area that it's a bit uh, one note been, yeah it could have been done a bit better because they they do the um go to an area and sort of this will reveal this location sink point, yeah the cloud will disappear yeah it's a sink point uh, or or a, or a, you know a tower in far cry or something yeah. like that um but the difference here is you're not actually going through and then marking locations as you discover that point it's like they the Zelda thing yeah. where you you get out the binoculars and you've got to look at an area and you've got to reveal those points. Um, and that is a bit more tedious yeah. because you're literally just going through and moving your your viewpoint around. And whenever you find the hotspot on the, on the map, you click the button and it reveals it for you. And it just doesn't feel as interesting as opposed to being in zelda where it's kind of like this i'm gonna put a marker here because that looks like something interesting and it'll put a beam there like a waypoint you don't yeah. really know what it was you just kind of go there whereas this is like it'll tell you there's treasure there yeah um and so it feels like the game becomes a bit more less about exploration and discovery and more about getting to this point revealing everything around you and then being like all right well, what do i want to get next it um, falls into that classic assassin's creed trap of having too many objectives on the fucking mm-hmm on like available to you it's just there's a a tedious extra step in the way before you get there right like you still have to show me if you do it diligently right yeah then it's still a cluttered as fuck uh map area it's just you had to stand there for fucking five minutes tediously marking everything the thing is it's not like, like it's not like a big a deal. It doesn't really matter that much. I mean, apart from like, first of all, you can fucking I don't know if you cheesed it much, but you can just fucking waggle all over oh, the fucking place and you know what I do? Fucking and this would be a good a good little tip for you. Yep. 
I switched to mouse and keyboard. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And then, so I'm and playing then on a controller. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. playing on Xbox Series X. Um, oh, okay. So I can't. I'm, I'm playing on PC on mouse controller. Control. Well, I, I, mouse. I probably could. There's controls for it. Yeah. Because yeah. that but, is very tedious, but when you switch to a mouse and keyboard, you just move the mouse around and whenever it starts to highlight, you're like, all right, yeah. yep, zoom in, bam, bam. And it takes like no time at all. It's yeah. a lot more finicky on the um, on the controller because you've got to sort of get that position right in well, there. Well, that's sure the thing, can... right? You don't necessarily. Like I just swipe across and hammer the fucking I just archery. hammer it. Yeah. You can do that as well. Yeah. I've been doing that. Mark's a bunch of shit. Um, <laughs> that's enough for me. Um, as long as I find but... the three liars, uh, I don't really care to find anything else because I'll find it while I'm jet- like properly exploring. And that's probably my biggest complaint about it is that if I could choose to not find all the chests and stuff, and if I could choose to just organically find that shit, I would be yeah. much happier than if all I really want to know the location of uh, those liars so that mm. I can complete those quests and that is it. Or maybe the fucking the chasms or whatever the fuck they're called. Those Right. The sh- basically their version of shrines. Ch- yeah, they're like challenge rooms or yeah. shrines. Um that yeah, that's something that's quite surprising is that they didn't have the Ubisoft exploration versus adventure mode type thing where you yeah. could sort of flick that and be like, just show me the like show me the, the shrines or show me the um, the main objectives or side missions and that sort of stuff and then the rest of it I'll just go out and find it like I'll just discover it because that that is the thing right you get to a um, you get to a location and you're like I know there's a chest here because I've marked it on my map already like it's shown me where it is and you're like alright well, well where's the thing how do I get to it and then it's it's the puzzle element of being like alright I've got to light these uh, these fires in order or, or like move this rock over to this pillar thing to to make the weight heavier and that so like there's no sense of you discovering that because you know there's a thing here you need to accomplish it's because yeah. it's marked on the map whereas yeah. in like a zelda game you kind of just you get to an area and you're like oh i wonder if there's a thing here because there's a locked door or something i wonder what's behind it you sort of look around yeah. a little bit and eventually you figure out that that puzzle um that's what this game feels like it's missing and then it becomes like a just going from point a to point b going like getting the next next chest and it's extremely quick to get around because you get a mount super early on um it it, it, it mounts really quickly i like that a lot like this whole we've been accustomed in games getting on mounts and calling the mounts and then waiting for it to come to you and then it being too far behind and you keep running in the direction eventually you get on there whereas this game you just press mount button and it fucking materializes under your legs and off you go yep. it's Fantastic. like sweet I love it it's like I've got a <laughs> glorious pink unicorn as my mount okay. I love it uh, yeah just I been, just uh, tamed the first deer that I came across and was like this is it oh a deer oh smart that would have been good mm. I only tried to tame horses the only reason right. I even tried to tame a horse is because I had like a daily mission, which I, I don't think should exist, but I had a daily mission to go tame a horse. And I'm like, all right. I'll tame two horses. I'm like, all right, well, there's a horse, and then I'll go find a f- <laughs> I'll tame two mounts, rather. But uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the, the complexity isn't there, right? Like it, they've robbed, they've robbed the game of some depth by... Mm-hmm laying it all bare for you like by over explaining it and i think that's probably the biggest error 
that the game makes is its desire to tell you how to do everything winds up making the game feel a little shallow in a way Mm. that Zelda never really did. And when you see that, it sort of also shatters the glass on how simplistic a lot of the other puzzles are, a lot of the other challenges are. And I wind up in a similar situation as I am in Assassin's where I am literally just trying to take fights for the sake of taking fights. Uh, I beat yeah. some fucking giant Minotaur boss dude uh, who I definitely shouldn't have been trying to beat when I took him on, but I fucking walloped him because uh, I got an item uh, that I couldn't actually use yet because I hadn't unlocked. I hadn't yeah. gone far enough in the game to unlock that item yet. Uh, that's what That was my reward for beating this dude. And I'm like, all right, well, fair enough. I actually thought that I had to beat him uh, there was like these constellation puzzles where you got to put these balls down uh, in a certain pattern. <laughs> and the challenge is that the balls are hidden away behind a, a variety of other puzzles. Yeah. And you've got to work out how to get them. And I thought he was guarding the the final ball. And so I went ham to try to beat him. And then I beat him and I got this item that I couldn't use and I couldn't find the fucking ball. I'm like, I didn't need to beat him. Uh, but it was a good fight. It was a fun fight, and I'm glad <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah, there's some good fights. Yeah. It's, uh, it was, yeah, like there's, again, it's a, a game of stamina management and uh, like um, low threshold uh, or like high impact violence where yeah. you take a lot of damage very quickly and you need to manage that. Uh, against the very small amount of the low threshold of the damage that you managed to put out. And so it winds up being a case of like nailing your fucking dodging or your parrying. Parries. And yeah. building and up that like, stun meter on them to stagger. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and generally and finding like- that one trick that helps build it. Like uh, the bosses tend to have a specific thing. Like the Minotaur uh, is just a giant version of other Minotaurs. And so as a result, he can, like with the other Minotaurs, I don't know if you noticed, but if you get them to charge into something, they instantly get stunned. He Hmm. would get half a stun bar uh, out of running into something. And so if you manage to get him to do it twice, then he would get a full stun bar and you could wallop him as much as he liked. Yeah, but yeah, the stamina management thing is really clever in that what I really like about it is um, you can get stamina back by landing by light attacking. attacks. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's so fucking clever because it directly incentivizes you to like not just uh, push press Hit the attack, run. but actually use your light attacks. Because for the longest time, until this boss fight, actually, I was only using heavy attacks. Because I'm like, why the fuck would I not, right? It yeah. builds stun, it does more damage, and like, wh- why would I ever use a light attack? And then I noticed by ac- almost by accident uh, that I could build my stamina. I'm like, oh my fucking God, I've got all these fucking... I've got like, I can shoot spears out of the ground or I can dodge yeah. forward, like Especially dash forward and do a shit ton of damage and stuff like that. But it costs me sh- so much stamina. 
that like suddenly if if I do it, I can't fucking uh like do other things. I can't like double jump out of the way of certain attacks and stuff. And so I'm yeah. I'm fucked, right? And then I'm like, oh, if I light attack, I build my stamina back, and I not mm. only can I do these special moves more, right? But I can also like double jump out of the way of a rolling wave of fire and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, that makes more sense to me. Okay, now I get it because now I need to balance doing my heavy attacks and my light attacks and all this other shit. And there's actually, that's where the, like, weirdly, the complexity in Immortals Phoenix Rising is not in its puzzles, even though it's ostensibly a puzzle game first. It's in its combat because you're absolutely capable. Like, there are puzzles that you can't complete if you haven't got the right fucking... Uh, something yeah or like upgrade or whatever Uh, I ran into one literally just before this podcast it usually uh, tells you though if you don't have it when you get in there it'll be like you don't have the item to do this thing you should probably leave you can like you can finish the thing you just can't get the extra chests or whatever oh yeah they've got like sometimes you can go back and replay them and find extra things Uh, hidden in there it's annoying because I hate leaving it undone and i worked very hard to get to the point where i could get to it and then i'm like oh i literally can't like the the stitch up in this one is that you can see once you get to the top uh of this chest once you get to this chest area you can see how easy how much easier it would be if you had this power and to get there without it requires some fucking doing but you do it and then you're like oh right i need uh, yeah wow that sucks anyway um, um but like so go, they, going they, back to the combat the, well that's the, what i'm saying right like there are there are puzzles you can't solve without certain abilities but yeah as far as i can tell you can beat every fucking fight with what you've got yeah you've just got to use your dodging and abilities and and uh that sort of thing probably but um what i was gonna say is i what i like about i i really like combat in this game i think it's yeah. it's, it's fun um the the fact that you're not hamstrung by stamina is really interesting as well because in order to use an, a special ability you use up your stamina but if you don't have enough stamina it still lets you use it and yeah. it goes into like a, a negative and so there's like now a cooldown on um on like you're in like the red zone of your stamina but you get it back by then attacking and so it's not this thing of like oh you can't use that because you don't have any stamina it's like you, you've got a little bit of stamina you can still use it but you're going to be in the negative now I, I thought that was really fascinating of like an interesting gameplay mechanic where i, I can use these two abilities really quickly and it's not going to just be like me mashing it and nothing will happen because I can't accurately depict exactly how much stamina I need to have to get this one thing off. It's just like you've yeah. got stamina, just use it and yeah. it'll work. Thought that was really cool. Um, They've done a great job there, yeah. The other thing is the the enemies, you can like sort of sit back and watch them fight each other as well. That Zelda thing of obviously mm. a lot of references to Zelda here, but like I've seen, I've come up to a fight and seen like, just fucking a bunch of monsters fighting each other yeah and, and shit like that and i'll be like well i'm just gonna wait here i'll wait for yeah. them to finish each other off and then i'll go in and clean up yep. <laughs> the rest of them um or, or things like you'll get into a, a, a battle and 
this giant like ogre thing will be swinging a tree trunk at you because he's gone over and pulled up like an actual tree out of the ground and is using that as a weapon now and he'll swing it and like hit the other smaller enemies around him and do damage and things like that like the interactivity of the fight like the destruction that you're sort of seeing around you you'll do a big heavy swing attack and break a bunch of boulders that are around you or like chop down a tree and then you can pick up that tree and throw it at somebody like that sort of stuff is is really cool like how the game sort of dynamically will change as you're destroying things Um, in the very like first area in the starting area there's a um a griffin uh at the top of one of the the cliffs and it's guarding a chest and uh you have to beat that griffin and there's two other enemies as well and the griffin can literally one-shot you uh if you go there at the start of the game uh like just straight up one-shot you but um because he does this like fire tornado attack that just fucks your shit up uh and he does like this screech that also fucks your shit up, but that only does mm. about two thirds of your health. But he, so the fire tornado is a insta kill, and he does this sweep attack. Um, that is, uh, I think it's ninety nine percent. I think it might might be like, you know, how games do uh, overkill protection, where yeah. if if a like an attack would do, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, if it'll do 98% damage and you've got 97% health, you will live uh, with zero health. Uh, I believe that's what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I believe that's what's happening here is that it will allow you to live through that attack even though you probably shouldn't. And, um, yeah, the best thing was the two extra characters were making dealing with this fucking griffin extremely hard but if his any any of the griffins attacks hit these two enemies they were fucking walloped as well and so it wound up being like i this this fight took me i don't know seven attempts i think um Mm -hmm. but it wound up being a case of immediately getting in and doing as much damage to these two other dudes as quickly as possible and then baiting the griffin into doing attacks that would accidentally kill them for me um and because i i've got like a helmet that does 150 percent damage on my um on an attack on an unharmed enemy and so if i like sneak in and do a stealth attack that already does 300 and i think it it does fucking heaps of damage so i can get like both these dudes if i can position it correctly i could get both these dudes to like half health from the fucking get-go and then they still didn't take a lot of damage from me because i don't think i was meant to be there at that time but uh i could get the griffin to finish them off for me and and then i'd be able to concentrate on him and then that griffin the griffin portion of that fight just took me fucking forever that was like the fucking dog in assassin's creed like just right. w- picking my opportunities but he flies the whole time and yeah. so you gotta wait and wait and wait and yeah um, that's the thing is that you don't get a good understanding of what you're fighting until you actually fight it and i don't know if that's yeah. on purpose because um very much like zelda again when you start Mm. that game you get out of the tutorial area and then you get into the main world and you just start exploring and going out and discovering things that's kind of similar here where you get into an area 
and the rest of the map is sort of revealed. And I don't know if the game wants you to just go explore. Like you can do those areas any way any that you order, want. Yeah. Because there's no like, you got to be level whatever to be here or or any of that sort of thing. You'll occasionally get tooltips that'll pop up and be like, make sure you've upgraded your gear and your potions to oh, fight I this all, fight. I turned all that shit off. It was driving me fucking bananas. Right. Holy yeah. shit. Because I, I so like... You, I don't, know if, enough, I don't know right? if these enemies are scaling or anything or what's going on really. You'd have enough fucking like resources to upgrade. I don't know. You fucking uh, there's some something you get. Uh, coins, Sharon's coins, right? Sharon's, mm. Karen's, Sharon, Sharon, Shazza, Shaz's coins. Uh, you get Shaz's coins, and you'd be able to yeah. spend those to upgrade your god abilities. Uh, but uh, you can also use them to upgrade like your basic stuff. Like if you spend two coins, you can upgrade your uh parry so that you do extra heavy damage um when when they do it but if you spend eight coins you can upgrade your uh throwing rocks ability to also throw enemies like small enemies and uh so i had to i'd have like three coins but i'd be saving up for eight and it's just constantly tool tipping you'd be like having trouble do this. Go upgrade your shit. I'm like, I'm not having trouble because of that, motherfucker. That's not the part I'm having trouble with. I'm having trouble because I'm trying to fight some fucking... <laughs> some boss, and I'm... I'm not literally this. I'm, I'm a one, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here and stop telling me this shit. Yeah. Uh, so I t but you can turn it off. The options, actually, in this game are phenomenal. My biggest complaint about the customizable nature of this game, the only, only issue I have is that dodge and sprint are bound to the same button no matter what you do. Because I wanted to put, put sprint on my left thumbstick button. Uh, I didn't want to have to... Because I, I figured that would be better for the... There's like... Uh, you want to sprint, dodge, and then like jump off a cliff or something? Exactly, yeah. I need the extra fucking momentum required to make the jump and i didn't yeah i can't do it and yeah it'd be easier if it was on my left thumbstick so i wouldn't have to fucking switch between buttons anyway right. uh can't do that but otherwise the fucking options are phenomenal and you can customize loads of shit even like difficulty uh level shit like there's there's loads of options that don't really are you playing on normal uh yeah yeah, that's what I'm playing on. Uh, for me, that's the only thing about the difficulty is that the the boss fights or the the named enemies that you come up against, they're the ones where I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be fighting it. Like, there's no indication to be like, uh, you shouldn't be at this level or um, like, I don't understand at this stage if stuff scales depending on how much damage I do or like the area that I'm in. That's the sort of iffy bits for me that I'm not really... 100% sure on. I yeah. went to the green like you can area tell... on the left to start. And I'm like... Yeah, me too. Aphrodite's that sounds like area. I shouldn't go to the fire area first because that seems like a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I did. I had to go there for one of the items. Uh, I won't say what, but like the, the last item you receive, you have to go deep in a, the scary area in the middle. And um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some scary shit there. <laughs> Cool. But you can sort of tell, like, yeah, there's not, like, levels and stuff to enemies, but you can sort of tell how how bad a fight it's going to be based on the colouring. They're sort of okay. colour-coded. 
I don't know if you noticed that, like uh, regular enemies are sort of orange <laughs> or red, yeah. The, the, there are tougher enemies that are purple, and there are tougher enemies still that I think are green, maybe? And it sort okay. of does it that way, and you can tell, or green and black, you can sort of tell, yeah, how rough it's going to be uh, from that perspective. But yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Right. Uh, anything else you wanted to add in here before we wrap it up? Do you know what's crazy is if you like, well, fucking Drew did ask this question uh, two months ago. Doctor E three Money sent us in a question on Discord, fire questions channel. Uh, yeah, uh, one or two months ago uh, about the three Ubisoft games mm. that are coming out. And uh, I'm pretty sure I wrote off Immortals and I'm pretty sure Immortals is my favorite of the three. <laughs> right. Wow, so that's surprising. Um, I think, I, I, I just think the combat in Assassin's Creed doesn't have enough complexity to make it interesting over a long period of time. So I wind up in these situations where I'm deliberately taking, like Heath, uh, taking fights that I should be uh, just to try to make things somewhat interesting and, I, and I'm rapidly running out of other shit to do in the game. Whereas uh, in Immortals, um, it's not like a incremental 400-point leveling system. It appears to be like maybe four stages and, like and yeah. yeah and that's about it so i can sort of just roll around i wish the puzzles were tougher um because they're all pretty straightforward and that's a that's an issue with the game holding hands the whole fucking time uh it's absolutely doing that but outside of that uh yeah i think the the combat's fantastic I love the fucking I love the banter between Zeus and Prometheus. I, mm. Like every time they they start talking, and that in itself is incentivizing me to do to do like main narrative stuff. Whereas I don't like I like Eiffel, but I don't have any interest in anything else anyone else is saying. Sure. So yeah, like for me, it's exploration. Yeah, that's the one thing that I'm like. That is that is the wish the that was better. Pitching its step, yeah. But apart from that, yeah, uh, and Assassins definitely has that over it. Watchdogs, fucking, didn't even fin like did not finish it. Fucking, uh, who's that dude crashing into? Did you see that fucking Formula One shit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, holy fuck! Did you see the fucking? The indent the fucking Halo made on the railing. Holy no. fuck. That dude got saved by that shit. That's fucking wild. Mm. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Watch Dogs Legion crashed and burned on the first fucking lap. Um, I did have some fun with it. It just never got off the ground. It, that game released way too early. They needed to do something to make the gameplay loop interesting in that game for yeah. like longer than than the couple of hours it takes to be like oh yeah i get it and then pass it yeah assassins has the exploration which is literally just i 
like I found Axe Head, um, by the way, but um, like okay. I feel I almost feel bad about loving stuff like Axe Head and hating that fucking baseball guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. does that make me a hypocrite? I don't think it does because Axe Head is sort of tonally consistent, at least, you know, and yes. baseball guy is just fucking idiotic. I just don't. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Fuck. Um, anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed Immortals: Phoenix Rising so far. I'm having I'm having fun with it. It's you know, it, it's hard to be like, oh, and, and games cop this a lot. Like it's it's trying to do the thing that this other game does, or like it's a, you know, it's trying to copy Batman: Arkham City or yeah. Legend of Zelda or Demon Souls or Dark Souls, and you, you know, Call of Duty. You run into those games where there's such big temple releases, and when someone else comes along that's trying to do something similar. Yeah. They get fucking shafted in that corner. Like, well, it's not as good as this. It's like, well, they don't all have to be exactly like that. Like, this is still a good, fun game. It's not going to... It's not changing the landscape. It's just it's Monster Train yeah. to Slay the Spire again. I mean, that's it, right? Like, I think Immortals Phoenix Rising is a good game. Maybe not a great game. But it could be a great game. Exactly the way we said. Fix the fucking exploration. Uh, yeah. Like pair it back a bit and allow players to actually explore and mm. and it would be a great game it's just that i don't think necessarily like fuck it's a game that has no idea who its audience is supposed to be because i think it's fucking rated m right and i guess that would be because of the violence but if it was rated pg or g fucking you wouldn't like you wouldn't even complain about this shit. You wouldn't even complain about the exploration because you'd be like, "This is obviously a kids game," and they've thrown in some fucking some good gags to make it funny uh, for adults as they play with their kids. Watch, right? But rated M, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not the audience necessarily. There's no blood or anything, right? Like, why no. is it rated M? I, I don't know. It is what it is, but like. I feel like, yeah, I'm not the audience necessarily, but at the same time, I don't know who that audience is because the exploration is tuned in such a way that it's for children. It's rated M for some reason. Like, there's I'm, all I'm this- looking now. Yeah. Uh, themes and violence. Themes and violence. Yeah, right? Like Language, yeah. mild impact language, uh, mild impact sex, very mild drug use. I don't know what that is, but... Um, no it looks idea. like the two main ones are the themes and violence. Which I think it's references, me- right? They make and like I think they might have gotten fucked by the the board on this one. They make yeah. references to that's another one of those clever like fucking double entendres they do where uh like Zeus is, is like, oh, the last time I was that high, I did something, something, something. And Prometheus like like oh yeah when you're high up on your mountain and like they're like clearly talking about Zeus being like stoned but Prometheus is also covering it by talking about him being high up on a mountain and there's another joke laid into it as well and like it's really fucking well done um, so clarification here Breath of the Wild is also an M-rated game well, then, fuck. Yeah, for, it's a kid's for, game, and I think they hold your hand <laughs> for that reason, and I wish they didn't, um, but I can sort of understand why they did. My Add an exploration mode. Add fucking Assassin's Creed's ex- exploration mode, and this game is 
perfect, in my opinion. I guess you like, could just not use ten, the, ten, but... the, the binoculars, whatever they're called. Like, don't hit that button to zoom in. I wind up in a situation where I can't find the fucking last liar in an area. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is my only option. Like, fucking one of them was, like, jacked off all the way in, the, in some fucking obscure fucking corner of the, uh, one of the islands. I'm like, I don't think I would have gone there necessarily. I definitely would have missed this if I hadn't fucking seen. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Having fun with it. Um yep. you know, it, it's it's just been interesting to see people's opinions very, very mixed across the board. I think a lot of people were sort of expecting um like we said, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and being very extremely disappointed. Uh yeah. and I, and I I think that's okay to have, you know, not all games need to be these blockbuster breaking new ground games. They can just be fun, fun games. It's a, um, it's a tricky one, right? Like it's, it's one of those situations where I'm constantly shocked that more games haven't attempted to ape the breath of the wild thing. And it works mm. in my opinion, really well in uh Phoenix rising. Uh, I didn't like Genshin Impact at all because it was clearly just like the the Breath of the Wild stuff was clearly just a it was a bait and switch basically as a there was a little taste of Breath of the Wild but it turns out it's really just a gacha game all the way through. Um, this isn't that. This is this is an adventure game all the way through. It is its own thing. There is some gross monetization horseshit, but it's only customization, like it's only cosmetics. Like I think that like I can see because I know one of the one of the sevens that it got is from Cam Shea uh, at IGN Australia. Hmm. Almost the only game that Cam plays is Zelda. Yeah. That is his game. That dude has like, like the amount of hours we've got in fucking every battle royale combined, he has in Zelda. Like he is obsessed with it. He fucking loves that game. Yeah, I can see. Right, if you like, it'd be it's the same as yeah, me going from fucking Dark Souls to the Surge, where all you can see is how it doesn't measure up, and so yeah. I can see why it would be a seven for him. Right, I could see that because if this was a Souls game, right, I'd be like, well, it's it's not, it doesn't really do it correctly, you know. But at the same time, if you're not like obsessed with Breath of the Wild, if you enjoy the Ubisoft style of game, I think you're gonna get so much out of this fucking yeah. out, out of Immortals. I think they've done such a good job of balance that balancing act between. The Assassin's Creed style of game and the Zelda style. I think they do it really well. There are definitely some improvements that could be made, but otherwise, yeah. Uh, and final fucking clarification. Be forewarned that if the if the humor doesn't gel with you, you're not gonna enjoy it yourself. Because it is it is it isn't a comedy game. It's not Borderlands, but that does happen way a heavy like have a heavy weight in yeah it's it it's there a lot like you'll get into d discover an area and those narrators will chime in and be talking over the top of the thing that you're doing uh, yeah. it's, it's always very consistent um, yeah for the most part like your character is yeah. not really talking <laughs> 
not really engaging too much. Um, no, I, yeah. I ended up. Did, did you go a male or female character? Uh, a male. I just right, sort of I got, get random. Yeah, my mind randomized to a female character, and I was just like, "All right, cool, we're going with this then." Yep. I just wasn't too sure what the default was. Um. Anyway. Random. Yeah. Uh, that's Immortals: Phoenix Rising. It is out. By the time people hear this, it should be out. It, it's it's releasing tomorrow. Um, definitely one to keep an eye out for. It's uh, yeah, like we've said, really, I, I'm I'm enjoying my time with it. I'm having a lot of fun. Yep. All right, we should do some news and then we'll get out of here. First uh, up, yep. first up, Job, there's a new Nvidia graphics card coming out. It's available today, the today. RTX 3060 Ti, and it's a card you will not be able to buy, most likely. <laughs> Just almost like all your other definitely. cards. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I guess I guess it's one option. Keep making new cards that nobody can buy. Um, <laughs> they went on sale at like fucking eleven hours ago. At, right at midnight this morning, I believe. Pretty and pretty um, cheap. They're one of the the cheapest cards in the lineup. Three hundred ninety nine US, which works out to be. 500 and something Australian, but they're charging 688 Australian at this point. So it, I think it was about a hundred and something dollar price hike in Australia. Um, to buy a 3060 Ti on M Wave, yep. Uh, one that's actually in stock is oh no, there's an $800 one, otherwise, it's 900 bucks. 900 really? bucks, yep. okay. Yep. Cool. So they've price hiked immensely. <laughs> like I think the uh, RRP was six eighty eight, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Right off anyway. the bat, fucking. That's nuts. Um, the power equivalent is they're saying um, from some of the benchmarks that I've had a look at today, it's in line with a twenty eighty super on the uh, last generation RTX cards, which. Um, I, I I was reading that it's it's very close to 2080 Ti as well. So that's sort of like what you what you're going up against. Eventually, if they do come out and you can buy them, um, maybe it'll be good for the price. But at this stage, it's it's uh, yeah. For like 688 dollars, I think it'd be fantastic for the price. But it's not. You're, you're mm. never going to get it at that. Well, by not the time you do, the fucking 40 series will be up. Like. It's yeah. just fucking pointless, man. Huh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, it, it's just strange to me that they're still releasing cards. I, I feel like this is their answer to the AMD stuff, maybe. that they were Obviously, they've been working on this for a while, but they always had a plan to release something that was a bit more uh, lower-end, cheaper, that it'd still be a, a really good card. Like, like you know, even, even if I was to spend 400 bucks or 400 US to upgrade... It's yep. going to be better than the card that I've I've got at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that is that news from today. Uh, next up, we've got Square Enix says that Marvel's Avengers is uh, not meeting their sales expectations, uh, and in doing so, they've reported a, a sixty-seven. Is this billion or was it supposed to be million? I think it's. <laughs> Did I write this wrong? Sixty-seven what? billion dollar loss. That it can't, can't be right. That can't be, be correct. That would be ludicrous. No, it's got to be a million. Yeah. 
Even billions um, is huge. It's millions. <laughs> Yeah, it's right. millions, not billions. I was like, that's a lot of money. Um, $67 million operating loss from the large last financial quarter. Um, I'll tell you what, I was wrong because I was saying it, uh, this game was going to sell. And I think it did sell for that first month. It sold uh, quite quite a lot. And um, yep. it just didn't sell enough to recoup the amount of money they invested in this game. And I think by the time word of mouth sort of got out that this was uh, not quite the thing people were hoping for. It was possibly too late for them to, uh, you know, get those sales in, which is kind of disappointing because I, I enjoyed aspects of that game. And I think where yeah. that game did fall apart was the parts where uh, executives have gotten in and said, this game needs to be made in this specific way. Uh, we, and- we want a game as a service. Yeah, and that's where it started to suffer. I really enjoyed the yeah. single-player stuff that that game was doing and the sort of big um, set-piece levels that you could play in that game. And then you could see the the set-piece levels that weren't in that game. Like when you get in there and it just felt like a really shallow games-of-a-service aspect level and it just didn't fit with the other stuff that you'd already played. Um, and, you know, the bugs and that sort of thing that, that came along with that game... So, I don't know. At the end of the day, I, I think that obviously we've seen games before it come out, not do well, and then developers spend a bunch of time on it, fixing it, making it better, and eventually these things having like a second life. But it, I think it all comes down to whether or not they're going to invest in doing this or if they're just going to be like, we cut our losses and that's it. Um, and it could come down to Marvel being the ones being like, we're willing to put money into this to keep it going. So, I don't know. What do you think is happening? Do they go like the the No Man's Sky? Uh, what other examples out there? Anthem? Destiny has sort of done the thing. Anthem. Destiny is probably a better example. Anthem still hasn't actually Diablo delivered. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Marvel has the has the war chest needed hmm. to fix this, but I don't know if they want to. Um, or care to. I think they're trying to make a bit of a push with Miss Marvel, right? So maybe they actually do. Um, but yeah, if I were a betting man, I would bet that they sort of let this one quietly die and mm. push it to the side. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I always know. thought it was a bit strange to give the um, you know, the Tomb Raider team. A game, give them a, a games as a service game where they're such good storytellers and action focused combat and that sort of thing. Um, which is, I think, the best part of that game. It was the bits that they stuck around it to try and make it this long lasting service thing that just didn't fit for me at all. So, yeah, a bit disappointing. Um, next up, we've got some Call of Duty Warzone info, a, a leak from this morning that I saw um possibly a new map or some sort of maybe new gulag or i don't know it's really strange it's called rebirth islands um, which looks like uh, it's going to be a alcatraz map and uh, at, at this stage all we have is a, a screenshot that's been leaked out and a lot of speculation as to what that means um some people are suggesting that it's going to be a smaller war zone map that'll take place and uh Others are saying it could be a transition between this and the new map. It's sort of a little bit up in the air, but 
I guess we'll find out in the next uh, 10 days. And, yeah. and, and this is sort of all leaked out through um, a bunch of data mining and, and that sort of thing. People finding yep. images in the game. Um, have you had a chance to see this yet or this is news to you? Uh, it was news to me. I just had a quick squiz. Uh, I, don't really, uh, I don't really get it. Um, I haven't seen enough information, I suppose, but um, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Uh, I hope they don't make a smaller map. Um, I guess there are wasted parts of the Warzone map that I wouldn't hate to see gone, but uh, I don't know if... What if Prism is new, is gone? They nuke it and Alcatraz is on they? the corner. They better not. They fucking better not get rid of my fucking prison. Prison's the best location <laughs> on the map. We have the prison 2.0. What if Rebirth Island is they they ditched prison and there's a new playable character and you can play as Nick Cage? I mean, so yeah. in Nick Cage, The Rock, or Nick Cage escaping from whatever it's called. What's the what's the one in Face Off? Did he do Did he do do two Alcatraz? Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of. No. <laughs> Love is escaping from prisons on on the water. Yeah. Um, um, as long as you can yeah. wear those uh, sick sick boots, those electronic magnetic boots that he puts oh, on. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, you gotta. Yeah. I'm right. Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. What a genius! What a genius! Fortnite. Fortnite has kicked off chapter two, Fortnite. season five, overnight. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch this, but they once again <laughs> shut down servers for a very long time and had this big event at the end of it where uh, I think it was Galactic. Galactic? Galactus. Galactus. Um, the World Eater from Marvel came and destroyed the map. And there was right. this giant, like, playable thing where people were... Um, they've been doing this Marvel... Uh, character lineup in the game where you can pick costumes and that sort of thing and, and then you could have this little mini game floating around at the end of this uh countdown event i thought it was really cool man i've always said this fortnite do some excellent events like wrapping up their seasons new seasons like they're they're on point when they when they do all this stuff i think it's really um telling by the numbers they're raking in i don't know if you saw some of these twitch numbers but it was nuts and even playable i think i saw 15 million concurrent players at one stage Bonkers. 15 million, did you say? I think it was 15 million. That's ridiculous. But hey, this is the, the gap news, so... Yeah, it's true. There's no way. This is, <laughs> we, we thought Square Enix were operating under a $67 billion loss earlier, so who fucking knows. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I'm starting to get really anti-Disney lately. Uh... And uh, this, this, I, I think Fortnite does amazing things, but fuck Disney, man. That's mm. my overall takeaway. Uh, and Disney owns Marvel, obviously, but they just keep doing dog shit things over and over and over again. It's just, it's just fucking the worst. So, Do you know what they also own? Star Wars, Joe. They own Star Wars. And guess what? In season, <laughs> season five of chapter two, the Mandalorian, Mando himself, is coming to Fortnite um, along and with baby the uh, Baby Yoda. He has a name now. And he I has a name. I don't know if we can say it. By his name. Because it's a spoiler. <laughs> and I will never call him by his name. He will always be Baby, baby Yoda. Yoda. 
My wife that was got a, that was good episode. her shoes. Uh, yeah, it was a good episode. Holy fuck. The intro. Holy shit. We won't talk about it. It's probably no. spoilers. But holy fuck. It's pretty cool. They've they've yeah. gone like they've gone full fan service. And I think oh, it's yeah. working. This season is dumb. <laughs> it's yeah. gone full it's gone yeah. full Star Wars. Yeah. Um anyway, uh so yeah, that is a Fortnite uh season five at the moment, but a couple of like an hour before we started recording, they announced that Kratos is also going to be a playable character what? in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. What? What? It's, I don't know what's going on. It's it's insane. Um, PlayStation announced this just before we started recording. Everybody is <sighs> going to this game. I'm so confused. Uh anyway, I, I yeah, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the stuff they do in that game. It's just yep. insane, wild, ridiculous stuff that is always uh, happening. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any of the end end of the world event that happened? I watched a couple of clips, like people flying around in the battle bus and shooting fucking things or whatever. Not your jam? Uh, it looked... Yeah, I, mean, I, I just feel like if I was signing on to play some Battle Royale, wouldn't I want to play Battle Royale and not some fucking half-assed shooter, shoot him up? Yeah. Oh, you know? I, thought, I thought it was cool. The whole fucking Galactus like rising up over the horizon. That stuff looks was, sick. Could you imagine they did that That was, just a, that was just a fucking skybox image. Like, holy shit. It wasn't... Like, it's not like he was actually there. It was just a I fucking he animation. <laughs> think he was there. All right. All right. All right. Um... And the last piece of news, I wasn't going to put this in here, but I have now because there's sort of a lot of people talking about it. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is uh, is out next week, as we've been saying. And um, uh, one of the news pieces we talked about last week was that people started getting uh, copies early, and that seems to be still going on. It uh, looks mm. like Best Buy in the US started shipping out copies already. Uh, I saw some people on Twitter today posting photos of that. And um, in... In response to that, I guess CD Projekt has come out and, and stated that um, while people are very, you know, they're very excited for people getting their hands on these games at this stage, uh, they're asking people not to stream in them early and, and uh, put spoilers out there and that sort of thing. Um, you know, before, before the actual release date, when everybody gets a chance to play it. Uh, and it sounds like and uh, it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on this, but they'll probably be, be taking down videos. That's usually what happens on places like Twitch and YouTube where this yeah. stuff starts to appear. Um, you won't be allowed to stream this sort of thing. What, what's your sort of thoughts on that? If Should this be a free-for-all thing or is it like we've got a date and that's sort of the, the date everybody should adhere to with, with streams and uh, let's play videos and that sort of stuff? Uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't strike me as very cyberpunk to adhere to whatever the fucking the man wants. That's, uh, that's a, a bit, a bit of tasty irony, but I understand what they're going for. What, you know, they're obviously just trying to stop spoilers from getting out and about. Um, yeah, um, I think they're stuck between a rock and a hard place in that they want everyone to experience it at the same time. But obviously, street date uh, breaks, street or whatever the fuck they call it, I can't remember. Um, 
will will complicate things somewhat. Yeah. Uh, and and you just got to fucking deal with that, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit tricky, but yeah, it, it is what it is. I I wouldn't want to see. I don't want the next fucking ten days to be or seven days to be a fucking nightmare of. Well, can I click on this fucking link, or is it going to be three seconds of Rick Astley and then fifteen minutes of like balls deep spoilers <laughs> of cyberpunk? Yeah, like fuck it, right? Like hmm. screw it. The, yep. the the release date is the release date. I don't think any street date break has ever been uh, out outside of that. So yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as long as it you're out there sense. saying this stuff as well, not just removing people's content yeah. like off the bat. Um, yeah, you know they they've given people warning. I mean, this is generally how things work. Usually, as as it goes, they're just making it most people more aware about it before it, it starts going. Um, yep, and that is. The news. Uh, we got any questions this week at all? I uh, we have. I hate to send us another fucking text file. Virus. Oh, gosh. Hate he writes, I just exceeded the character limit, which is in a question, but he has attached a text file, so let's have a squiz. Does he know you can press enter and then <laughs> keep writing? I think he's worried that if every thing doesn't end with a question mark, he's going to be in trouble. And he is correct. Um, all right. Here we go. Is it all in leap speak this time? No. Happily, he has not done that to me again. Punctuation? Uh, somewhat. It's, he's hit carriage return after uh, at intermittent points for reasons I can't understand. I don't think it's being word wrapped. It's not being word wrapped. Mm. He's just done it. Anyway. Hi, Luke. Hi, Joe. What's been happening? Ha, ah, classic. Anyways, I've been playing Madden 21. Actually, I've been playing... I've played more fucking NBA 2K21. Oh, and a correction from last week. Uh, FIFA was not out on PlayStation 5, and that's why I couldn't find out how to download it on the store. <laughs> so that one's on me, uh, and I would like to formally apologize. I st it still did take me a number of attempts to get the correct version of NBA on, and I'm, I've got no idea how many attempts it's going to take me to get FIFA when it's actually out, but... It being out would be a significant uh, help for me being able to acquire it on my PlayStation. Anyway, um, anyway, I've been playing Madden 21. Oh boy, things have changed since Job and I were Madden mad. Madden, some might say. Not me though, that's fucking stupid. But I digest, I just had lunch. A lot has changed since those days. I'm calling it, we're ending this, we're in this, this Hell no. <laughs> Uh, me playing as the Tennessee Titans using quarterback Vince Young as an extra running back because Joe seemed to hate when I did that. Joe playing as whichever team was his flavor of the year, which was usually whoever made it to the Super Bowl that previous year. Good times. Hey, fuck you, Heath. That is fucking horseshit. Okay, I did not play as whoever was the fucking Super Bowl, whoever won the Super Bowl that year. You were playing with fucking Vince Young and Chris Johnson as two, like, the fucking fastest man on any fucking football pitch. 
and you'd play it like it was fucking rugby league in the dying seconds of a fucking state of origin game where you just fucking pass it backwards over and over and over again and I wouldn't be able to fucking do anything so I had to blitz over and over and over like non-stop blitzing because if I stopped blitzing you would just fucking part, give it to hand it off to Chris Johnson and he'd run in for a fucking touchdown I didn't have any fucking choices here I had to find some way to fucking stop you and my boy Marshall Fork it was, you know I think it's fucking stitched up that somehow you wouldn't fucking make any mention of the fact that I played the St. Louis Rams the entire fucking course of Marshall Fork's career but no 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 as soon as he fucking retires my favorite player is no longer playing I have to find someone new to fucking follow and oh yeah Job's just doing whoever meanwhile you're playing with the fucking the Madden cheat code you might as well be playing with Jonah Loma with the fucking All Blacks right oh absolute fucking horseshit fuck you fucking whoever fucking won the street well, I was trying to find some solution to the nightmare that was Vince Young and Chris Johnson on the same fucking team at the same fucking time when you played it like it was fucking rugby league. Anyway, good times. The biggest change I noticed was the presentation. It is immense. The pre-game stuff, the halftime show, it's all just on a level I haven't seen in a sports game before. Even the actual commentary that the announcers have recorded are impressive. I was on defense down 49... Down? Down 49 nil. What? Five yards out from my goal line with one second left in the game and out of spite toward the AI, I called the timeout. The commentator said, well, it's rather silly, but the defense have called the timeout. Another time I skipped the halftime show just as the announcer was introducing it. And he said, oh, well, never mind that. Apparently we're getting straight back into it. Then the next time I was, uh, it was, oh, a guy can't even finish his sentence. We're going straight into the second half. I guess in an NFL game, they only have 20, 32 teams to worry about, so I imagine there's a lot more assets of time that they can allocate to things like presentation compared to something like FIFA, which covers over 700 teams. So this got me thinking, where to now for sports games? NFL, FIFA, NBA 2K, maybe NHL, but does anyone but Steve Iver play NHL anymore? Um, I believe you mean Steve Wright. Uh... They all have their creator player modes, franchise modes, and what have you. There's tweaks to the actual control of the individuals on the field. Madden has so many different things you can do to control a player. I find it overwhelming. But unless you want to introduce individual control of a player's legs, there's, then there's not a lot more you can do there. Improve the game day presentation, which Madden does spectacularly already. FIFA could take a few lessons there. And change the creator player story arc from year to year. But other than that, I feel like sports games are at fast approaching the pinnacle of their genre can you guys think of anything different that you'd like your favorite sports games to do or something that you think it really needs that would really amp up uh, amp you up for next year's release graphics performance and rosters aside i sure can't what do you reckon luke what would you like nba to do next year that would really ramp things up uh and and take it to the next level what is NBA missing that you think it needs to have mm. that would uh, take the, the blow it all the way up? Um, I, I guess for me, the r- removing VC <laughs> would be the one thing that's going to happen. One thousand percent. The uh, I want to see the um, my career changed like a lot. Yeah, they, they've 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 done a very 
like the last couple of years has been a bit goofy the things they've done yep. there and it's i feel like it's always been that but i'd like to see something maybe a bit more serious um and then on top of that it, it generally stops like the storyline is not that long it's pretty short um you've usually got in case of this year the the, the high school games and then the college games yeah and then you've got a couple of the basketball games that sort of start and the story really disappears pretty soon after that like it rolls credits type thing yeah um i think it'd be more interesting to have that sort of a bit more of a longer tale as well um i don't know that because i've always enjoyed like that sort of thing but at the same time i guess not everybody is there for that they just want to play their basketball my player character and yeah and, and do all that sort of stuff so i don't know i don't know what the balance is to for people that want to not just play the basketball side but do all like the the drafting and having some sort of story in between but for me this the story is too goofy at this stage i, I want to see something a bit more like enough fucking dead people and and like listening to their thoughts and shit yeah. like that uh, yeah like they did it this year with like the the dead dad or i think yeah. he's dead right he's not around yeah. anymore he's dead um so the dude, like, the they dude did from that fucking, they did uh, ghost best Detroit, friend right? a couple years back right like they keep doing it it's fucking weird uh move on find a new narrative device like throw a fucking a dart at a board on fucking tv tropes or something and choose something else to do apart from ghost dad uh cosby references aside it's not it just doesn't work that well but um yeah i i think they could i i have always thought that sports games would be a phenomenal way to address some serious issues in the the sports at at hand Mm -hmm. i've always thought that you could do some really interesting stuff with that that uh the the problem is that they're i guess tied to the license right sure you couldn't do a madden game that dealt with uh cte's because the nfl Mm -hmm. refuses to acknowledge the fucking uh or pays lip service to the the impact that uh concussions have and uh you couldn't do like you couldn't do a fucking something yeah drugs or or bet match fixing tom tim donny fucking uh scandal because uh and the nba refuses to fucking deal with that shit but the fucking storytelling um implications that that would provide are off the fucking chain and yeah or you know the other thing i'd like to like they're also not going to do is you know i don't think any basketball player wants to see themselves paul georged but like i would love to see them ramp up the ability for players to get injured i want to like especially in a game like madden or something i want to see people get fucking wrecked and they instead it feels like they've gone the in the opposite direction even the madden 21 has this goofy like uh i think it's five a side uh side game that you can play and even there the the hits aren't that big and i think that's a bit odd nhl is probably the only game left that has really big hits and even those are muted compared to Hmm. the hits in the real nfl uh but again like that's actually that's nhl is probably the best example of a game trying to curb um trying to play down something that, that they're trying to curb in the real sport in that i think they are 
attempting to wind back on the size of the hits uh, because the NHL itself is trying to limit uh, the impact that concussions have on players because obviously you know, people's brains are getting fucked up. I just, I, I think, yeah, I think that's that's probably the the best way you could go about it is use it as a tool. I mean, even just something like, right, like uh, FIFA, right? Ages ago, I, I said, uh, I pitched that they should bring back the dive button in FIFA. And um, that was fucking years and years ago. Um, it's probably like the only article I've ever written where uh, long tail, I still get, uh positive emails about like positive comments people who are like such a good fucking point right every every other every other email or comment or uh message i get is hate but that one uh yeah holy shit people really that really resonated with people uh but like that would have been a fucking perfect like because the idea is right yes obviously it could be abused for hilarious results as it was in FIFA 98 um, when you could dive and uh, or headbutt people, if I recall correctly. That might have been 97. I don't know. Um, but Headbutt people or dive, one of the two. <laughs> uh, no, you could do both, if I, yeah, if I recall correctly. Um, but, uh, yeah, you could, like, you could use that to alleviate, like, to highlight how big a problem the, like diving is and i think it'd be fucking huge for the sport mm. to to really illustrate how how bad an impact it has on the sport itself and i think that's one one area where they could they could do it in gameplay without it being a huge deal although again fifa probably wouldn't allow it to happen even though they allow it to happen in every fucking game uh yeah anyway yeah for me it's like the the small little like game breaking illusions where you can see the like cogs working behind the scenes and being like, oh yeah, this is a video game. Uh, the one that stands out for me the most is when in, in NBA 2K21 or, or the 2K series, um, you're you're playing an opponent and you can see them waiting to set up a, a play. Um, yeah. and it's the players getting into the position that they need to and so you've got four players standing around doing nothing while this last player is running to get to that point but so you may be defending point. them yeah. and stopping them from getting there and you can see this computer doing nothing for like yeah. six seconds while this one character runs around it's those yeah. moments when you're like oh I know they're about to run a play because I can see them waiting around and doing that sort of stuff and then that breaks yeah. that illusion of this being like a good like somebody can walk into the room and be like oh you're watching basketball um yeah. you're like no i'm i'm playing that sort of thing like um and i guess that comes down to ai and things like that and hopefully we see uh, some improvements in that section um that would be the biggest area forward. i think they could they could change is ai yeah yeah even even like using machine learning i know machine learning sort of it gets brought up as a bit of a fucking hey mm. fix everything but um but like is it like they're already they're already stealing all our data every time we play they're tracking everything we do every time we play use it to track how people how the best players play and use that to you know do like a fucking forza um like drive guitar type thing but for how a person plays imagine if i could play your fucking version of of a of basketball 
You'd hate it because it's just me going in the post every time. Just That's all I'm doing play. anyway. Like, we'd, we'd be two fucking mirror matches. <laughs> uh, identical play nonstop or, or yeah, uh, nonstop. If, if it matched off my, my player game, it'd be one dude uh, just posting up over and over and over again uh, and setting a screen nonstop uh, when he doesn't have the ball. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I think that'd be a phenomenal like change because the other thing is it would also allow them to see the weaknesses in their game. Like it'd be very easy to see. Oh, okay. So when we look at the the most successful AIs, this is how they play. It doesn't look anything like basketball, right? And they could tweak the game to a point where the most successful AIs would have to play a game that resembles basketball, right? That'd make That'd be fucking phenomenal. I think it'd be amazing. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. All right. Anyway, good question, Luke. Ah, Heath. Well done. Uh, and also, fuck you for that fucking bullshit about me picking the... Like, I didn't even pick the team that... Like, half the time, if I recall correctly, I didn't like half the fucking teams that won the fucking Super Bowl. Like, most of the time, they were just fucking... They were shit. And they had shit quarterbacks who I didn't like. Like, fucking Roethlisberger or some shit. Right? Like, it was like 09, 010. Like, no, 010. Just fucking flat out 10. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Speaking of, of choosing super teams, mm. I think the Lakers might be a super team for a couple more years. A couple more. A couple <laughs> more years. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Bronze back for two more years. Uh, three. At max, uh, three. Oh, he signed an extension on his extra year. Oh, yeah, it's an extension. So it's, yeah, it's this year plus. He, he he did have another year after that. That was a player option, so he's extended it. It's wild. It's bananas. I, so, yeah, I think he'll be thirty. I think he'll be thirty nine. That is that ridiculous. Contract ends, and then I think after that, that'll be the year when he's like, "Where's my son playing? <laughs> Let's see what's going oh, on." Yeah. yeah. Let's go fucking the James boys. Yeah. Ruining shit. Um, um yeah. That's uh that's pretty huge though. Um and they've been making money moves as well. Put together a fucking a team. And then the Warriors. They ain't got shit. They're done. Clay's out. So that one's over. Uh just, just gotta worry about the Nets pretty much. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, oh, the funny thing is that the, the Lakers didn't have a free agency last year, <laughs> and this yeah. year they did. Yeah. You're in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I guess that that contract extension possibly means that no no Giannis, right? Unless something insane happens, he, no, unless he no wants way. to take a pay cut. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No anyway, way. Basketball starts up in two weeks. That's yeah, I know, right? Bananas. This is going to be an interesting season. It's going <laughs> to be. There's going to be people. There's definitely like I think there was two Warriors players that had tested positive like yesterday. Um, really? Yesterday? Fucking. I think yesterday. Yeah. So it's going to be a. Whew, I mean, basketball outside the bubble. Good luck. Good yeah. Luck. Luck. I mean, Kawhi's going to be out of those 
getting those uh what was he getting or was it Kawhi or lou williams that was out at like a strip club oh that was lou williams <laughs> jeez um yeah anyway good luck stopping that all right that is the uh questions is that all of them or is that just are we done that is it that's, that's it. it that's it all right um that's podcast you can find us on itunes android windows store spotify youtube uh, everywhere you get your podcasts from search for the gap or the ga podcast uh like we said last week you're on amazon as well uh audible all those places amazon music um we're on audible I th- yeah it's i don't know I, I put a link up i updated our our page on the website and yeah. uh, all the places you can or a bunch of the places you can download us from uh, so you can, you can go to there otherwise uh you'll find us on the gap the ga podcast uh please rate and review the show helps other people find us um it means that we get more listeners so just uh keep that going and uh you can also find us on social media facebook.com slash the ga podcast twitter.com slash the ga podcast you can also uh go to our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord uh you can leave us questions on there or jump in and uh just chat about games if you want to playing video games late at night as well uh, a bunch of voice channels if you would like to watch this podcast in video form, you can go to the gapodcast.com slash YouTube and watch um, this podcast in video. Last week, we put up some uh, VR, uh, what did you call it? Zero latency gameplay. Zero latency from joke zero shooting a bunch city. of people in VR. I think um, it was mostly my wife. All right. My wife fucking ripped in the, in the clip I sent you. She was fucking slaying. Yeah. It was good. Um, I'll chuck She's some dead weight the rest of the game though. I'll, I'll chuck some uh uh Immortals Phoenix Rising. I've already got some video of that. I was gonna chuck nice. some Dead by Daylight. I had a good clip yesterday I was playing and yeah. Shadow Play didn't work properly, but I was being extremely rude to a killer who was oh. um who was standing on the inside of a room, but the side of the walls I could see them, like the they were barricaded up with wood but you could see through it. And I knew he was in oh. there somewhere. And I noticed that he had undetectable, which means that if he stands for there for a really lot, like three seconds, he becomes sort of like, uh, he's not invisible, but his, his heartbeat disappears. And I can yeah. see him standing in the corner and I'm like teabagging and like pointing at him. And I don't think he realized <laughs> until he turned around and saw me. And I was like, oh man, that is, that is unfortunate. <laughs> um, so I, I, I have to get some more Dead by Daylight footage because I've been playing that a bunch. Anyway, cool. uh, Mortals Phoenix Rising will be up there and um, maybe some Monster Train if I can dig through some of that as well. Anyway, it's a good time on there. You can also find our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all those things we talked about, including past episodes of the show. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help keep the website running and the podcast going. If you can go to patreon.com slash the podcast and become a recurring member and uh, you get the podcast a day early, usually, if there's no embargoes. But um, thank you. Everyone does it every month. We greatly appreciate your thank support. Thank you. You're the best. Have you got anything you'd like to um, spruik for this week you've been working on? Um, yeah, it might be pretty controversial. Okay. But on Red Bull, I have argued that uh, game help in Demon Souls demonstrates that perhaps Souls games do need an easy mode. That's the title. <laughs> That's the clickbaity title. But basically it's talking about... Um, 
Uh, it's just arguing that there should be more accessibility options right. uh, in in Souls games because basically 2020 has shown that uh, there, like a, a wealth of accessibility options just provides for a game experience that works for more people. And right. at the end of the day, what I really want is more people to play Souls games. But didn't we talk about this before where those Souls games are already on easy mode and it's when you go and like hit the gong that it turns it into hard mode and, <laughs> yeah. and that sort of thing or normal mode? Yes. Uh, but mostly I'm talking about like, you know, uh, the ability to see enemies in, in dark areas and stuff like that uh, just for people with vision impairments and <clears throat> stuff like that. Right. right. Um, We're talking about like Naughty Dog. Assassin's Creed accessibility options, that sort of 1, stuff. 1,000%, yes. Uh, right. The ability, yeah, like, or, you know, the the audible cues, stuff like that, you know, like just to enhance the experience so that a broader array of people can actually enjoy the games. Uh, okay. And arguing largely that the, the idea that, um, that it impacts the experience doesn't really hold any weight because it doesn't. I mean, it's such an easy thing to fix uh, or, you know, arguably easy. Anytime someone, anytime a game, uh, like a game critic uh, says it's so easy to fix, uh, they're not talking about, oh, all you need to do is, you know, change one line of code, uh, easy mode equals yes. Uh, no, like, uh, obviously it's hyper complex, uh, to do anything in a game, but like the idea is not that difficult to conceive of. It's an easy one to conceive of. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, that's because it is, uh, what is it? Fucking today, Thursday is, um, international uh day of people with disabilities and so uh that sounds like you're making that that up no it's legit it's un recognized international day of people with disabilities i believe that's how it's written persons international day of disabled person international day of people with disability okay third of december uh, oh, da- disabled persons. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> whatever. so uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, just sort of. Yep. Sort of, sort of so- seemed like something that uh, would go okay and raise awareness of the day. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, what about you? For me, you can go to uh, you can go to survivor.com. Um, Steve has done a, uh, a website update on there. You can go check that out. Um, <clears throat> I also wrote a couple of paragraphs on NBA 2K21 last week, which you can go uh, have a look at that. It's just about the sure. next-gen changes and, yeah. and that sort of thing. Very brief, super brief. Um, otherwise, you can find me, twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. You're at Joby Jojo. I am. And I think, I think that is the podcast. Until next week, we've got uh, hopefully some cyberpunk. Uh, we're getting rid of Job's not going to be here. Getting rid of uh, Job. We'll figure that less, out, and then the week less Job, more cyberpunk. Yeah, uh, oh, and then more Job and more cyberpunk the week after that. 
Yeah, a lot more. Like just cyberpunk. Almost exclusively. <laughs> exclusively cyberpunk. Unless, unless, unless it it's really bad. In what which case terrible? it'll be... <laughs> It'll be a lot of cyberpunk, a lot of bitching about cyberpunk, and uh, but only if it was bad, uh, or if it's middle of the road, or shit, it's me. I'll be back, so it'll be bitching regardless. That's what I do, Luke. That's what I bring to the fucking table. That's all the people come for. That's all they want. Joe Brown. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone listening. See you next week.